VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever the Fuck you decide to listen to this, Billy DeVore. And sitting next to me as always is... Not as always, but I'm back, baby. What's up? Yeah. Lee, Michael, Kimbrell, in the house. It's been two weeks, nasty boys and girls across the world. How the fuck are you? Better than ever. They're feeling great. Better than ever. They're good now because the two nasty boys are getting nasty together once again. Yeah, and they're just so glad to hear your voice. I know. Uh, Shubes and Jake were great. Jake but, killed yeah, it. Yeah, but don't get it twisted, man. These are the nasty boys. Yeah. And Bill we, Lee, you know? <laughs> Come on. Not the Red Sox pitcher from 1975. No, not that old white man. But the, the two virile young white boys. <laughs> the two, terrible twosome. That's fucking right, man. It feels good to be doing a podcast with you right feels now. feels great. This has kind of been our little pocket during quarantine. Yes. I mean, it's, it, I mean, months and months ago when we were watching the World Series and stuff, like, all of our worlds kind of shrank. There were a few places that you could go, and this was one of my places. Yeah. So it is. It's definitely like a calming effect. I feel good to be on the couch at the Vorporium 2.0, record slinging a pod. Dude, it was. It was like it was. It was. Uh, you know, killing me. You know how I always like to have people over yeah, in general. Yeah, social butterfly. Bill. Social butterfly party master. <laughs> Billy D. <laughs> love slinging. I love getting a cold can of Corona seltzers and just handing them to somebody. You do love bringing the party, man. I am all about you that. You are all about bringing the fun. Share the wealth. Yeah. Share the booze. It's a good way to be, man. Oh, speaking of that, I have a very nice beer for us to split downstairs. Oh, how exciting. Which I will cra- go down and crack during a certain read. Oh, very, very nice. Oh, I'm so excited. And it couldn't be more Cincinnati. And Seattle, because it's called Three-Way IPA. Oh, my God. Dude, I know. Bill, you sweet man. Oh. And Billy doesn't fuck around. If you think this is a 12-ounce can, you're hot. It's it's a tall boy. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Of course it is. And you can thank Lucas. He beer ho- Master Bill filled up his fucking pantry in his kitchen with $1,000 worth of beer and then quit drinking beer <laughs> and lost 150 pounds. It's so funny, man. You for real have like a 401k worth of fine hops in oh, your kitchen that you can't drink. I know. And I've, I've told myself, I'm like, you know what? I can fucking, I can do it. Fuck off. I can have one or two beers because I figured out the problem. I sat down when I got back and had an IPA, right? I sat down on the couch and I had one. And it took me almost an hour. Yeah. Back then, you remember we'd go to Liz two gulps. You'd get a two-hearted IPA draft and drink it in a minute and a half. It should be called, like, two-gulp IPA. Yeah, man. You you used to fucking house beers. Yeah. And we've talked about it before, but that was the craziest thing is it's like you ate in excess sometimes, but, like, Good shit. Yeah. You've always, like, you, you know, you, I've never known you to be, like, a real big, like, fast food piggy or anything. Well. I mean, I am, too, but we're on the road a lot. Right. But I'm just saying, like, I know you have in your past, but as long as I've known you, you've been eating, like, fine meats off of your own grill, (laughs) you know? Yeah. It was, you were just down in, like, two grand worth of fucking cows and and fine hoppy beers every (laughs) night. Right. I mean, that was the ticket, dude. Dude, that's the ticket to, fat, to Fatty's Bill. Yeah. 
I fucking, what was this, so, uh, but no, it'd be like, you know, I'd make these fine beets, and it's like, how about a potato and rice with it? And of it's course. like, no! Of course. So, replace it with cauliflower, and, oh my, I just realized we were doing something very silly. Oh yeah? What's the recording on? There we go. So, the beginning of this is going to sound a little funky. The What you just heard... Because We're it, fixed. it was on this top part of the zoom. Oh man, should we just go and you wanna just start? Or eh, just let it rip? Just let it rip. It's a fun it'll be a fun little change of pace. Nice yeah, yeah, hey, welcome. It's our real voices. <laughs> I hope you're still listening. I'm sure you are. We'll put a disclaimer out on the Instagram or in the title or something. Yeah. Billy didn't press the right How button. How long have we been going? Like three minutes? Four minutes. Four minutes. Yeah, man. It's if nothing. you're still here, then we love you because you were willing to list listen to our whole podcast on bad audio, you which is not what you bring. We bring to the table, man. Bill's the sound man. <laughs> we we've gone through a blue mic and H four N. We've got our own mics now. He's got us sounding good. I've got it working out now. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna bet that 95 percent of our listenership is still here and not bothered by it. Yeah, that's a pretty good bet. That's a solid it's bet. A good good bet. I bet there's a. There's a place where you could bet online. Maybe like a prop bet or a future. Betonline.amirgarrett? Yeah! Maybe. Uh, Major League Baseball and the NBA are in full swing, and there are no shortage of ways to get in on the action. That's right. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. Bet on. Also, tune in as Floyd Money Mayweather joins the BetOnline team in a new segment called The Ice is Right. Illiterate beat his pregnant girlfriend. Where he talks about his expansive jewelry collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling. Visit betonline.ag today and check out the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. Online wagering experts. Thank you, betonline.ag. I love the soundboard villain. Yeah, if you're going to get on betonline.ag, also get on Google. Just give Floyd Mayweather a quick Google. The man is in the news for a bad reason. Just take a quick gander. Baby... His one his baby's mother was found dead in her car. Oh, beaten to death. Yeah, yeah. We're, sorry. No, this is very terrible to hear in your ears. <laughs> but we're plugging the man's show. He's yep. a millionaire, and I just think it's worth being said. Just take a look. Yeah, just take a look. See. Also, maybe log on to betonline.ag and bet on the price of his bling. Yeah, do that. Watch the TV mm-hmm. show. I can't wait yeah. to watch it. You man. know what's nice is when he picks up the jewelry and like he puts in the light and it gets a real nice shiner into his girlfriend's yeah, eye. Yeah, man. What's cool on that show is if you guess the wrong price, he beats you to death. <laughs> you get punched in the face by one of the greatest boxers of all time. It seems fair. Crazy part, he just dodges you the whole time. Yeah, yeah. You can't hit him. That's kind of the whole thing. It's the whole thing. I, I mean, I would, you know what? I would like to get punched by him. Do you think it just, not in the face, I'd like to take a body shot to see what all the hype's about. Oh, I mean, it would fucking cripple us. You, you to think? go from zero punches to the gut pretty much our entire life to arguably the greatest pound-for-pound pound boxer, just, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, the, I'd do it. But pound I would need some of his money. You For sure, you would get, you would get to have at least two pieces of his bling. Okay. That's the, that, okay. It's like, hey, pick out two things from my expansive collection. I get to punch you in the gut as hard as I can. Not as hard, but, like yeah, you know, like a normal at, body yeah, shot. Yeah, but from then him. you're, but then you could be Harry Houdini. 
get punched in the gut and die. Great. Then guess what? I sign a waiver that says he pays for my funeral expenses. And you get a diamond coffin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bury me in it. Bury me inside, literally inside of a Gucci store. <laughs> get a standalone Gucci store. Yeah. Put me inside of it. Dig a big ass hole and bulldozer the entire Gucci store into a hole and cover it. That's what I would do if Floyd Mayweather accidentally killed me while wow. punching me in the stomach for two pieces of his jewelry. For two pieces, that could also pay... Two pence. The, yeah, but, but that's probably seventy-five to $120,000. Okay. I'm going to grab the, most, the thing with the most amount of diamonds with some type of creature on it. Like a rare piece, yeah. like the Furby from from uh, Uncut Gems. Like I'm grabbing that shit. Like that. I'm fucking going all the way in. Here's a question. Here's a pretty standard question, right? We're talking about boxing or getting punched for goods. Yeah. How much money? Okay. Brief in or uh, cash in a briefcase. It could be the biggest briefcase imaginable. All right. How much money do you need to get in a boxing ring? For one minute with Mike Tyson. <laughs> and not sparring like ding, ding, ding. Ooh. Mike Tyson looks across the ring and thinks, that is a heavyweight. This is the championship. I'm going to go as hard as I can. One minute. And, you, and I mean, it's like you can try your best to just run around in circles. Sure. But like Mike Tyson, one minute, he wants to knock your fucking head off. How much cash do you need? And if you're saying the briefcase is the limit. Well, I'm saying a briefcase, it could be like a briefcase the size of a city block with a billion dollars in it. Sure. Because Mike Tyson would knock my head off of my body. Right. I, if yeah. he punched me in the head, it'd break my neck. It could, yeah. Well, you know what? I would do it drunk. Yeah, it's like the drunk driver always survives the car ride. Exactly. Because you're relaxed. <laughs> you just get fucking <laughs> hammered. Billy drinks a <laughs> bottle of bourbon and walks in there and is like, what's up, you Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Just gets him all pissed and riled up. And here's the thing. Tyson showed Fuck up. me up, Mike. Mike. <laughs> but here's the thing. Mike's showing up in the ring high as a kite. Yeah, that guy's juiced. But on what? Weed, weed. or coke? Weed. He's got on weed farm. He's yeah, the, I, I, I guess we're talking new I Mike. Mon- yeah, okay. We're, but current day Mike is still just an absolute killer. Right. I w- I would need at least one minute of work. Getting in the ring with Mike Tyson, knowing that it could cripple me for life. Yeah, you could literally be a quadriplegic. Twenty-five million. Twenty-five million sounds I'm, ballpark. I'm not. I'm not overshooting and going ridiculous. I need a billion dollars. He's not I, even I, worth that. I might that. do it for like. I mean, shit. Right now, like if that was offer was given to me on the table, there's a boxing ring right there, and Mike Tyson standing in it. I would do it. For probably less, but like if I had, you know, I'd do it for like a cool mill. Okay. But with like negotiating time and, you know, things to think about, like I would, I would need like a $10 million offer. Okay. I'm thinking about how much it costs to be crippled. Yeah. Yeah. Over a lifetime, it's a lot. Over a lifetime, you know. You know, eventually all your facility stops. I'll be shitting and pissing into in a two percent uh, milk jugs. And you need your entire every you know your place that you live needs to be handicap accessible. It needs to be a flat ranch. I can't live here anymore. No way. All or these stairs. I'm rich and I install those fun old cripple 
seats. Chairs, like the roller coasters yeah. for grandmas. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, roller coaster grandmas that go up the stairs. <laughs> roller coasters for grandmas Hell yeah. is so fucking funny. <laughs> you know how grandmas get thrills from going two miles per hour yeah, up, up a, some steps? No line at the granny the granny wrecker. <laughs> the granny mountain? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, now that you put it like that, I don't... Fucking up at five. I need fifteen mil. Yeah, you need that. Fifteen to million dollars, untaxed, sweet, cold, hard cash in a in a briefcase. Yeah, in a baby pool. <laughs> Put my money in a baby pool. I want half of it in Sacagawea gold coins, <laughs> and then fold it up like a blue taco, like a giant money Try taco. And drag dude. it out. That Give them to me in Sacagawea gold coins. <laughs> I want seven and a half million Sacagawea golden coins. And that get all of them in America and give them to me. <laughs> all of them. Holy shit! That that's got to weigh five tons. Oh yeah, how much would that be? Now I just want to know how much a Sacagawea Alexi, coin. Alexa, Alexa, how much does fifteen million Sacagawea gold coins weigh? Okay, here's kitchen scale. Okay. Here's scale. Oh, you got That's fucking right. jokes? I don't know much about. Alexa, Alexa, stop. Here we go. Here's the question you want to ask. Alexa, how much does one Sacagawea coin weigh? Here's something I found on reference.com. The $20 St. Gaudens gold coins and Liberty gold coins are the largest coins produced by the U.S. Mint and weigh about 1.18 ounces, with the gold comprising 0.97 ounces. The mint produced Liberty Gold Coins from 1850 to 1950. That's enough, Alexa. That's enough. So let's say, let's just say it's less. Let's even say it's half. So yeah. that's 0. 0.6 ounces. Yeah. 0. 0.6 times 15 million. 0. 0.6 times 15 million. That's a lot. Okay. Also, it's very, very chill that gold backs up our entire money system and that the biggest gold coins that we make have. 0.9% of gold in them. Money is fake. <laughs> You're looking at 9 million ounces. 9 million ounces. How many ounces are in a pound? 16. Okay. 9 million divided by 16 is... You're looking at 562,500 pounds. D- divide that by 2. Okay. Or no, how would you divide it? Because there's 2,000 pounds in a ton. Right, or 20... Yeah, is it 2,000 or 2,400? I think it's 2,000 in a ton, so divide it by two. 281,250 tons. goddamn right I want a Russian submarine's (laughs) worth of Sacagawea gold (laughs) coins to fight Mike Tyson. Yeah. You're goddamn right. Yeah, and Tyson rolls up in the sub. Yeah, yes. Gets That's out. right. Ring is already set up on the top deck of the submarine. Now we're talking, baby. And James then, Bond. That's a James Bond. That is for sure. That is how Goldfinger should have ended. Yeah, no shit. A fight on top of a submarine. We With, got the first lady out there, Alicia, doing homework yep. on the on the patio. She looks pretty miserable. She is miserable. I mean, the it, what she's doing isn't... Um, it's not that... You, She's a she's a little tough cookie. She's smart. She'll figure it out. But she's getting her MBA in business. Yeah. She has her undergrad in vocal performance. Those are two very different things. Super diff. Super diff. And she's doing a master's class in that. She's mastering business administration 
while knowing how to sing in Italian. How how much it's more different could it get? Cool. That's a good hire, man. You hire those people that have Hopefully, the range. I mean, I, we talked about it a little bit with Danny on the pod, or maybe we didn't. I know I've talked about it with Danny just in person, but like, there's a whole new generation of people that are going to be trying to enter the workforces with a lot of different weird experience and background. One hundred percent. And I mean, if you're I don't know what she wants to do with it or, you know, if she wants to do her own thing or get hired on somewhere. But like both, if you're on a if there's six applicants on a pile, yeah, I'm choosing the one who can sing opera in Italian. Right. I'm taking I just am like that's a pretty brain. Yeah. You know, that's a good brain. Like you need you need you need all of it. That's that is a two sided of uh, two yeah, sides of the brain. Left, right, left, fully right, center. merged. Yeah. Baby. You need that. Like, Left, right, center made me miss brouhaha. God, that was supposed to be, what, two weekends ago when yeah. I was gone? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't really miss it because I was, I was peeing off of the top of a mountain in Montana. 18,000 feet up, baby. Yeah, 18,000 feet down yeah. in Trickland. Peed in the sky. I have so many great pictures of Jake just peeing in beautiful places. Yeah, that's that's wonderful. (laughs) It's so great. Man, I am jealous that you got to go out there and take all of that in, man. Dude, it was bonkers. Here's what's even more bonkers. So, uh, 2,800 miles to get there. 2,800 miles to get back. Plus 2,500 miles on the road in one week. Not bad at all. Yeah, that's that's a hell of a journey. Not bad at all. No, it was great. And I talked about a little bit. I mean, you've heard you heard with Jake. I talked about a little bit with uh, big old dumb hands. Big, big, big dumb hands. Shooby dooby doo, where is he? Probably looking at his hands wondering, how big did these get? They're big and strong. Huge. Shoobs, you were great last pod. He was great. Big question for him. I need to ask him, where does he get gloves? <laughs> yeah. Are his feet as big? He gets gloves. Uh, he borrows them from the hamburger helper guy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's only one glove. That man, yeah, that man's all hand. It's all hand. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Sweet shoes, man. It gets cold. Schubert just puts on like first baseman mitts. <laughs> <laughs> Schubert's out there with oven mitts stacked on top of each other. Oh, man. Just uses blankets. Blankets. <laughs> Yeah, he just wraps them in a couch. Yeah, my mom sewed these baby blankets around my hand. <laughs> it sucks they have unicorns on them, but they keep my fingies warm. What do you want, man? Nothing. But yeah, so you were out west, and then the following week where we had El Bear in, I was up north. Yeah, you were filming I, the movie. I was in Michigan. Uh, yeah, with a guy named Grant Stiles. He used to be a comedian in Cincinnati. Then he moved to Chicago. Then Chicago... Got you know he got COVID fucked, so he moved out of Chicago to Grand Rapids, where he went to college yeah. for film, and uh, wrote a script, got some money for it, and uh, we made a movie. Dude, how it, smart of it is it for him to be go to film school there, walking around every day, thinking like this would be a cool shot, this would be a cool place, and then go back exactly, and make a movie? Exactly, Bill. What a perfect thing to say. That's so true, man. And, like, you'll be able to watch the film and just enjoy it. Indie films are indie films, but this one's, of course I'm biased, but, like, I think this one will be good just because Grant has taken in so much film. Even as a young, he's 25, he's a kid, and he knows that city like the back of his hand. 
Like, you can watch it and not be from Grand Rapids and be like, damn, this is fucking sick. But people from Grand Rapids that watch it, it's just Easter egg after Easter egg of, like, cool little Grand Rapids spots. That's awesome. It's really, like, he. it's exactly what you just said. He knew all of the little old rickety buildings that would look cool on a, on a movie screen. Right. You know, and we did them. Even if they're just, like, me chasing after this guy and we run by, like, there's this super cool car wash called like crusties just very old school lettering and like baby blue and red it, like it just cool That's cool just cool and you know we i chase a guy through there and it's i don't know just listening to him talk about movies and then being on you know the other side of the camera watching a movie being made through the eyes of someone in it mm-hmm. it was so fucking cool man i really really enjoyed it it, it i have a lot of respect for grant so much work so much work and planning and uh no i just i think it's going to be good man i mean i've i mean i was there when i like not there with you i meant like in, in like movie making and stuff like you know i tried to do that in like my late teens early 20s with a group and there was just the the donnie and angela and then jake matt and i most of the time and there was no way like the five of us so to think that he got that grant got a grant yeah and went and what? How small was the crew? The crew, it was just like his buddies. He was behind the camera the whole time. Uh, this guy named Johnson, extremely talented musician, went to school, has his master's in like biochem. Oh, shit. Has a job testing baby food or whatever. He ran the sound. You can get a job doing that? I just do it for fun. Yeah, man. You just do it for tasties. Mm, peas. Uh, so Johnson ran the sound. Grant was behind the camera. His buddy Sam was the effects guy who like covered me in blood and made all the fake glass so and everything. Cool. And there was a guy named Moose who was a producer on it. He just helped with logistics and getting people around. I mean, I think the coolest thing about it is that during all of this stuff that's happening to us right now, a bunch of people came together and did something. Yeah. Like I think that will resonate. If people are likely if the, if you are in the likely demographic to be like, "Oh, an independent film. I'll watch that." You're going to watch it anyway. But I think that people who might not watch an indie film will be more likely to now just because of when it was done. Sure. And I mean, at times there were, you know, 20 people on set. Uh right. and Grant in this, I mean, no one took their mask off unless they were acting mm-hmm. for a week. Wow. Grant, it was really impressive, man. I, I, it was for safety, and then it was also for just, like, any motherfucker who wants to say, Why are you making a movie during COVID? Everyone was masked the entire time. Right. And granted, me and uh, Skyler, the other lead who played Pinus in the movie... We were wrestling on the ground and in each other's faces and, like, scream. It's like, sure, there was that. Sure. But, we, you know, we were making a movie. We're willing to do it. Well, also, you formed a bubble. Yes, we were there. There was a bubble. Right. Like, it was, it was as safe as it could be in today's world. Right. It was fucking great. I tell you what's funny. My schedule was flip-flopped because all of my scenes are at night. Right, because you're a ruthless killer. I am a ruthless, psychopathic killer hitman, and it's a comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you'll, you'll, uh, please watch it um, please when it comes out. But all of my s- shots were at night, so we'd start shooting at 
nine o'clock. Yeah. And some mornings, two or three mornings, went until the sun came up. Right. Just through the night. Just getting it done. sleep during the day. And then, you know, it's like, you know the feeling. You perform a show. It's great. It's fun. You go home. There's no sleeping. No. You know, that's, that's part of the reason why comedians don't sleep. One is because we're fucking scumbags yeah, yeah. who are night owls and drink too much. I know that. But for two, it's because we work at night, and if your job goes well, you get shot up with a fucking adrenaline and serotonin and dopamine, and yep. you can even have one or two and go home and try to be responsible, and you're just going to be sitting in bed reliving all the punchlines or what you should have done or yep. this and that or that lady's face in the front row <laughs> when you said this. And it was it was like that with acting, too, like... You know, you're running around or you're fake fighting a guy. or I mean, you're covered in blood. I'd go home and wouldn't really be able to sleep. So right. I'd sleep all throughout the day. And I was super jacked up on sugar because the fake blood is made with, like, essentially, like, corn syrup. Corn syrup and, like, food dye. Corn syrup, food dye, and then a little dish soap for viscosity. Yeah. So there were two nights where I had to have a bunch of blood in my mouth. Mm. Several takes. I'm just sucking down this sweet, sweet, pure sugar blood. <laughs> yeah, scooping it into my mouth, and then you know, next take, and then doing it again. And so, I mean, I was just jacked up on sugar. Your and mouth was, was probably super clean. Though. Oh yeah, dude. Oh, super clean. Yeah, yeah, with all the sugar. And then you can't really see it, but like, I've got like little patches of hair that are missing. And yeah, then, like all this kind of like little acne yeah. on my chest. Because, I mean, I posted a couple pictures. I'll sh- Bill, like, I yeah, was, I like, saw. saturated in blood yeah. a couple times. Like, for comedic effect, you know what I'm saying? Like, saturated in blood. Send me one of them, and I'll use, a, use it for the, uh, the, the yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, they're fucking wild. I'll make that the second one, so it's not the first thing that pops up. Yeah, dude, it's very scary. Just horrifying yeah. pictures of me. So then... We're rolling on the ground. We're wrestling. We're fighting. My shirt, like, completely sticks to me. Like, it felt like super glue. Yeah. Like, I just had to, I, like, screamed in pain when I took the shirt off. Oh, I Just bet. ripped so much hair <laughs> off of my body. It was wild. But it was, it was awesome. And, I mean, just to compare it to stand-up again, you write a joke, you go on stage, you tell it, it people laugh or no. Yeah. I love that kind of direct affirmation. This was just like such a... We like putting ourselves out there. Yeah. We're voyeurists to a certain extent. I go up and say wild shit about myself on stage. Same. Wild shit. Yes. Talk about our fucking moms and stuff. Yeah. Wild stuff. We put ourselves out there and we have grown to love that. And this (laughs) was... A completely different way of putting yourself out there that I really haven't done before. Right. I did it with Uber Driver, that first short film that we made. But Which like, is great. But like, you're just, I'm just going fucking crazy in front of a camera and like four people. Mm-hmm. And then the judgment and the viewership and everything doesn't come for like several months. Exactly. That's what's weird about it. So you, it's, you just, I just lost my mind for a fucking week. And then you have to wait. What? I'm going to assume six months? I think, Grant, I mean, Grant's a fucking madman. Yeah, that he guy's would, insane. We'd get, if we'd get done shooting at like four, and then I'd have a message from him at like eight in the morning 
of like a little clip. Like he's he's insane. So he took that adrenaline, that energy from doing it, and went put home it and in, started put, editing put and started playing with the colors and the, and everything. Because like, you don't you didn't have that luxury. No. So which means you're just stuck. Whereas with him, he can turn around. Yeah, produce and make clips and make a daily. Yeah, and then just be like, hey, look, here's a, here's a glimpse of what we did last night, and that also puts it back in for you to wake up exactly. and keep going. Exactly. No, he it, he's brilliant, man. Grant Styles, like, he wrote the script. He wrote, like, character studies of all the characters for all of us to read. So That's we would, cool. like, kind of know everyone's backstory a little bit. Backstory right. that has no place in the movie. But you Pretend get to- people's pretend backstories for us to be able to pretend better. Right, exactly. It's so much fucking work. It's so that you can portray it the way that he sees it. Yeah, man. It's so genius. And, like, just, I don't know, the the idea of taking on that much work, like, write the script. I just saw where you put I it. I know. Get everyone to go, scout the locations, get the permission, buy the, uh, buy the equipment. I mean, this dude learned how to, like, edit video and stuff on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, how impressive is that? I mean, like... When you think about it, anyone can do anything because of fucking YouTube. Yeah, you just got to be about it. Yeah, you you sometimes have seen me cook. Sometimes I'll just pull up a video and be like, oh, cool, cool, and I'll take those pointers and I'll do it. I mean, same with my dad when he's working on a motorcycle. He's like, I haven't seen this before. He'll just put in BMW, blah, 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 and then just go. Me and my dad. We have the ultimate tool set. Oh, my God. It was so funny uh, last Sunday because the... That week also, I was in Lexington. The week before, I was in Lexington with Jeremiah Watkins. Yeah. So I was down there with my dad. We tried to change the headlight on my 2012 Honda Accord. Yeah. It was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys not know about the plastic flap? No, dude. We got the pla Dude, we were so fucked. We worked on it for like 30 minutes, and we're just like, we're going to break this car. <laughs> Listen, it's not fucking easy. I took it down to my homeboy Jimmy down at the Midas in Lexington on Saren Drive. Shout out, Jimmy. And uh, he got in there. He had to put it up on the lift. What? He had to get underneath there. Dude, the 2012 Honda Accord is a fucking mystery machine. Why? It is so hard to get into the headlight. That makes no sense. None. Because I had a 98 Civic and I had an 01 Civic. Both R.I.P. One of them was a car accident. One of them was neglect. But you, there was just a plastic flap and two pins. And then you pop that out and you Not, put the headlight. Dude, in. they made this shit. Uh, it was a fucking journey. Of course. Yeah, it was a real journey, man. Do you feel like... That some of those manufacturers, well, not, not not even asking, a lot of the, now I'm just going to say it because it's the truth. A lot of those manufacturers do that so they make you go back to the dealership. Absolutely, no, it's these, a scam. No, yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, Honda, I love Rhonda the Honda. My trusty steed, she's beautiful, has gotten me all across this country, and I love her. But no, of course, they're not going to make something and then that be the last time you spend money with them, right? Like it's dependable as fuck. I'm going to end up putting two hundred fifty thousand miles on my car, but. At the end of the day, they're like, "Yeah, come back to Papa. Yeah, we'll open up your little bird mouth. Yeah, and it's eighty bucks, eighty five bucks for this yeah, headlight. Open up your little bird mouth. Let me spit in it and give me eighty dollars. <laughs> Here, I got this little worm. Thank you, Honda here. Daddy. Thank you. Uh, that's like, uh, what is it? Like, uh, what is that technical term? Like, built to fail. Yeah. Um. um, um bah, 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 you know what I'm talking about? Um, like, um, fuck. 
it's it's like it was really popular with the iPhones and everything. Yeah, and it's still popular with like refrigerators. Yeah, yeah. What's it called? Like when a oh, company yeah. makes a product and they it's like kind of designed to fail so that you will have to buy it again. It's totally a thing. Yeah, like that's exactly what he just said. Intentional. Yeah, it's just right on the fucking tip of all of our tongues. There's like a phrase for it. Yeah, and I can't remember because the biggest thing it's in is is your kitchen appliances. Yeah, refrigerators aren't meant to last more than seven years now, but back in the '40s they made them be like, "All right, we did it. Now it's gonna last." You got forever. yourselves a refrigerator. Cool. Your grandkids can use it. Yep. And guess what? Go hide in that fridge from a nuclear blast. Yeah. You'll be fine. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, it's ten. ten. Quick turnaround. Is it called planned something? I swear it's called planned plan, something. Planned faulty. I don't know. It'll it's come to us. The word plan, The plan. The word planned came into my brain, and I was like, "That is part of it." You know, the technical term is planned fuck up. Yeah, planned fuck, <laughs> plan em, fuck dude. up. Planned fuck up. Planned to be broken. Planned to be broken, dude. But yeah, no, that's something that's built in. That that's with every vehicle. With everything that we touch. I'm surprised the TV we have right there is like f- fucking 12 years old, yeah, man. Yeah, that thing is old and huge. But it still looks great. It still works. It's a. It was Vizio. They were like the new kids on the block. 1080p still does everything I needed to do, and they made it well. Yeah. Watch baseball, play Mario, dog. That's it? That's all you need? What do you need, man? Yeah. Okay. I need an answer out of you. There is a debate that is sweeping this country it's a hot topic are boneless wings wings because <laughs> you saw it today i mean you guys have some pretty hot hot takes on it this is with tyler danny friends of the pod right and bill are boneless wings wings no thank you have they ever flown no. No. I mean, not that chickens are out there flying all the time, but, like, they can a little bit. Yeah, they can get, like, two feet they up They can get air. a little bit off the ground. They can flutter and be scared. They fly when I show up, I'll tell you that. I mean, the only reason why boneless wings became a thing and why they were coined wings is buffalo wings were a th- hot thing, and then somebody was just like, man, I would just love this buffalo wing if it didn't have a bone in it. Right. And then someone was like, you mean chicken nuggets? And they were like, I mean like a boneless wing. And they are like, oh, so that way we can avoid it being <laughs> a mean, child's food. Yeah, no, I mean, I think, yeah, for sure. I think Danny's take on gentrified chicken nuggets is pretty spot on. It's spot on. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I am, it, the chicken wing is such, is like a holy grail food for me. The fact that it is belittled. In being called a boneless wing, the fact that it is in no way, shape, or form attached to a bone, which the bone, when you cook it, also gives it more flavor. Yeah, I don't fuck with boneless wings. 
I don't either. I'm a bone-in boy. Jake got him when we were in Salt Lake City, and I almost smacked him. Yeah. He was like, I, you know, less cleanup. I'm like, yeah, but you're eating chicken nuggets and french fries. Let's go to up. Wendy's. And depending on the boneless, quote-unquote, wing, you could be dealing with more meat. You technically could. You could be dealing with more meat. It is an easier bite. Sure. It's an easier bite, but I like, you know, there's something fucking primal about chewing but meat off of a bone. Oh, buddy. I mean, who am I talking to? Come on. <laughs> Listen. The big reason I wanted that big green egg downstairs and the thing... Tomahawk steaks. Yes. Was for the dry-aged tomahawk steak at Eckerlin. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to spend too much money on a steak. $95. $95 on a steak. It's a huge fucking steak. It'd be like, hey, we're going to have a tomahawk steak and it's like... Us and Morgan, and it feeds us. It it feeds a family. Yeah, it's the size of Schubert's hand. (laughs) It's massive. (laughs) It's much bigger than it needs to be. It's like 64 ounces of steak that, like I said, has been dry aged, so it's even better. I'm telling you, dude, it, like, that's the move. But when you, they say, like, you cut it off of there, then you slice, you cut the meat off of the bone, then you slice it. But when I make it, I'm going to leave a little bit of meat on that bone so I can gnaw on a bone that's the size of my fucking forearm. Gnaw on that bone. So then I can just fucking put on my leopard fucking moo-moo, put on my green tie, and feel like Fred Flintstone. <laughs> yeah. Like that you, My man loves a bone. Love a bone. Billy the Bone Meat DeVore. The Bone Man. The Bone Man. That's what the wife calls me. The bone man. Not true. Man of bone. No, she calls she calls me the fucking toothpick man. Um, no, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. And once again, <laughs> guys with big dicks make jokes about their little dicks. dicks. I know. Which no is small l- dick dude is out there like, my wife calls me the toothpick man. <laughs> no, the, the little dick guys are out there like in earnest being like, my wife calls me the bone man. The bone. Because I give her the bone. <laughs> No, Billy's working with a hog the size of Schubert's finger. Yeah, oh, God. Then I would be shooting porn. (laughs) What am I doing here in Cincinnati, Ohio? I need to be in Las Vegas on a Brazzer set. Yeah. Putting it in Lexi Bell right now. There it is. That's a very specific fantasy that I aired to our listeners. Yeah, there you go, man. All 75 are going to hear about how I wanted to fuck Lexi Bellner Prime, age 22, at the peak of Brazzers material when I was 19. There it is. Come on. A man can dream. Man can dream. Man can also get real hard. Yeah. And good thing I'm wearing these sweatpants. Less so nowadays than 19. <laughs> and then, oh, my God. 19, you'd wake up and you'd be like... Why are my hands numb? Yeah. And it's just because all of the blood in your body is gone. Gone to directly to my penis, and I feel like something's going to pop. Oh, my God. Those were awful days. Weird question. Do you still get, like, here in the middle of the day? Like, I'll get these. Like, I'll be clacking on my computer, and all of a sudden, I will just have a boner. Does that still happen? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, we're still, I mean, I'm still in my 20s. Yeah, well. Old Bill's 30. I'm 30, and it still happens. Good for you, man. People say, yeah, also, but, like, I am just so thrilled. I'm, I can't, these people, these guys complain about not being able to get it up. I can't wait. Because, yeah. one, I won't be annoyed by it anymore. I won't wake up thinking I'm dying and sweating because I just have an erection that's about to throw the sheets off the bed. <laughs> 
And then by Dick's dead, cool. That's in what, 25, 30 years? Imagine how good Viagra's going to be. Yeah, for sure. It'll be a Listerine strip. Yeah, it won't even be that. It'll be something that you like download into your body. (laughs) Yeah. And you just turn into The Rock. You know those Without COVID. You know those like buttons that they have for diabetics that like they put it on, they check their readings? Yeah. I just press it and I just get the biggest erection I've ever had. That's coming, baby. I'm I'm psyched. Pun intended. There he is. Come on, here we go. Come on. And uh, in summation, that is what I think about boneless wings. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to call Tyler and fuck with him. I don't think he has a game right now. Let me. S- no, they played last night. So I really need to get his his hot steamy take on it because him and I went after it. Oh yeah, you guys were fucking throwing some words out there. Okay. So I'm pulling a Danny right now and calling him. Billy fucking divorce. Oh, what an intro. Oh, what a guy. Hey, uh, you know who this is, but you're live right now. We're recording. What's up, baby? Oh, my God. How are you, boys? We're good. We're I- doing good, man. You you can tell you're in the media because of that. You just cold opened without even knowing you were on a podcast with a killer line. Yeah. Billy fucking divorce. I've been, like, hoping to hear from one of you for the last couple of weeks. We've been disconnected. A little bit. Well, we both like, and, like, as far as hanging out and been, like, in person, you guys have been on the road doing your thing, and I've been missing you. Well, we appreciate it. Um, I'm going to call you. We're going to call you afterwards, but I need to uh, get your take for the, uh, for the people. Boneless chicken wings are not wings, yes or no? Yes. More importantly, no one fucking cares. Yes. <laughs> okay, that, yeah, that, yeah, that was my point in the group thread. That was my point in the group thread. You said your thing in that. Like, did you read through how much of that I fucked for for no one gives a fuck? Oh, yeah, dude. I read okay. all of it. Billy, I know I'm breaking your heart here, but that is the right answer. No one fucking cares. It's like a <laughs> belonging on pizza. Who gives a shit? You know what? Good point. But we need to stand up for our rights as Americans. And one of them is that chicken wings are chicken wings and boneless wings are adult or ch- adult chicken nuggets. I'm just saying you're not attacking the right point of the argument. You've got to address drumsticks first. Drumsticks? Are you talking about like turkey legs? I'm talking about you go to Applebee's or like wherever place that would disgust you personally and you get 12 wings some of them are flats, some of them are drums. Those are all if a that's part an of... order of wings. But that's one as wing. It says on the menu, then you cannot start attacking boneless wings first. You have to get drums the fuck out of there if you're taking the stance that I believe you're taking. Drums, if you ever order whole wings, which Lucius Q Lucius Q, I just ate some. They're so good. They do whole wings, which is the entire wing of the bird, which is the drumstick, the flat, and then the useless part that you suck the grease out of. <laughs> if you got it, yeah. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, the drumsticks are still technically a chicken wing because it is attached to the wing of the chicken. That's like saying, um, I, don't, I don't eat the left part of the Twix because I like the right part of the Twix, so it's not really a Twix. Well, they're still Twix, and they're in the same package. Sure, yes, yes. That's but if we're going to break up this family, then like we're going to start drawing some crazy lines about a buffalo chicken sandwich. Okay. Is it a cousin? Is it a cousin to wings? What are we talking about? Buffalo chicken sandwich is, of course, a cousin. 
because it's in the chicken family. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like with that drumstick logic, just like airing on the side of Tyler here. I mean, I know it's technically a part of the wing, but like, could you call a chicken gizzard a wing because it's like attached to the wing? The gizzard's not attached to the wing. The breast, it's all attached. It's all. It's well, all. It's the, way you, it's the way you butcher the bird. <laughs> overall, overall. What I want to say is, Billy, can you come around on the fact that this is a stupid argument? <laughs> or like, are you really going to die on this hill? Yes, I will die on this hill because let 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 you remember, we are still talking about food, guy. <laughs> of course I I'll know, die on this hill. I'll die on any hill that involves one of my favorite winged creatures that lets me eat them that can be bought at any major supermarket. Yes, that's fine. But, like, would you walk out of a restaurant if you ordered 12 wings and it was, like, a mix of, like, six flats and drums? No. Like, would be- you make a steak of it? No, because that is technically, those are chicken wings. Yeah, that's how they come, typically. That's how they come. That is a part yeah. of it. So, boneless wings. Um, okay. 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 Billy. Okay. Here we go. Okay. I made tofu wings the other day. Oh, Am God. I allowed to call them tofu wings? Uh-huh. Are you trying to kill Billy? No, no, they're good, like, and I think you would like them if you tried them. I'm not a vegetarian. I'm not a vegan. I'm not doing any of that. I just really enjoy tofu, and when it's breaded and I sauce it with buffalo sauce, it's amazing. Am I a criminal for calling them tofu wings? You, okay. I have had tofu chicken nuggets spelled C-H apostrophe N nuggets, and they're all tofu, and they're delicious. Have you seen the uh, wings, the W-Y, like, N-G-Z? Yes. I think DiGiorno did it, and it was ridiculous. Yeah. Here's my thing. It is a tofu nugget. <laughs> it's just, it's just clear. It's only the buffalo sauce. That's where I'm drawing my line, I guess. Like, once you put, like, a wing sauce type thing on it, that's where it becomes a wing versus a nugget. Because if I said I was giving you tofu nuggets and they were covered in buffalo sauce, you would not know what you were ready for. I would say But if I say I'm giving nuggets. you tofu wings and they were covered in sauce, you wouldn't be shocked by it. Now, it's the problem that the boneless wing is introduced. It is a problem by saying that those are wings, which they aren't. They're chicken nuggets. I understand Do you see sauce- how much shit we've got to restructure, though? I don't see take that, that off much. The table. Because the problem is when you... When we introduce the boneless and you're saying just because it is in the same shape as a boneless wing, then it becomes a wing when it isn't even associated with a chicken. And there's no bone whatsoever. There is just a weird spongy texture that is delicious and sweet and sour soup. You concede that they're cousins, though, right? Yes, they are cousins. Cousins share last names. That's where I'll die. I think they're, I think they're, they're more like. I mean, cousins share DNA. I'm thinking like stepbrother, stepsibling. Yeah. Like, they're in the same family. They they have the same mom, a mother chicken. I mean, yeah. I, it, I it's it's if a I hard one. Accessories. That's all it is. And this is. In this case, the vehicle is the sauce. I can see that the sauce being a vehicle. I can get that. I get that. I get that what you're saying. But... But then that turns it into a boneless wing, which then turns it into just a chicken nugget that's been tossed. Because you would get buffalo chicken tenders at the at the Go Bananas, but we wouldn't call those boneless wings. No, they're no, buffalo wait, chicken hey, tenders. Wait a minute, at Go Bananas, you get 
chicken nuggets that have been tossed or like tenders or fingers or whatever. Correct. And they're labeled as such on the menu? Correct. Buffalo chicken tenders. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is spicy content, if you will. Oh. Oh, you son of a bitch. God damn it. All right. Well, we'll, we'll leave it here for now. And here's the thing. You, you're you coming over. Uh, what Are you busy Sunday night? Sunday night, I uh, uh, quick plug. I will be covering the Columbus Crew versus FC Cincinnati game. So, fuck yeah, follow me on Twitter if you like soccer. I will be on location. But um, apart from that, let's hang out this weekend whenever we can. All right, I'll call you after this. Sounds good, Tyler. Good to see you, man. Yeah, I did not see you during this, but yeah, yeah. good talking. Good talking. <laughs> I will call you after. All right, love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. There we go. There's your answer. Seven and a half minutes from Tyler Snipe himself. Hot takes on chicken hot wings. Chicken hot takes hot wings. on hot wings. Hot takes, hot wings. I fucking knew I would get him to come around. Yeah, I mean, I think he was just trying to die on a hill. Yeah, and I'm not going to die on a hill. I know that Danny takes every hill and he will die on them, but I have like three. Yeah. And one of them is chicken wings. <laughs> yeah, I mean, by definition, not wings. Not wings. Semantics. They got lumped in as wings because they were an option to, they were the only other option to the wing. Correct. You can get a wing or you can get mm-hmm. these boneless wings. It's not like they're going to completely change them. They're right next to each other, you know, right. on the on the menu. But rebrand. It's time to rebrand. And guess what? You can take this opportunity to rebrand and start a new ad campaign. And who knows? Maybe you could dethrone the chicken to chicken wing. Yeah. And this could be, you know, a good hit. For Tyson's any tizers. Let's call them what they are. Let's call them what they are. Adult chicky nugs. I don't mean to, to take all the feathers off the bird, but how are your balls? <laughs> oh, man. During the quarantine, uh, it went up and down. You know, I think by about May, I was rocking a real caveman look going nice. on down there. And then, um, you know, as you emerge from the cave and you start getting mm-hmm. back out there a little bit more. Uh, you realize that your nether regions need to be attended to a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, I'll tell you this. My pubes right now look look like they're trying to warn my dick about my kids in the future. Oh, yeah? It's full Doc Brown. That is scary, man. Yeah. You went full Christopher Lloyd oh, yeah. in your pants. All the way through. And my dick went full Michael J. Fox because it can't stop shaking. <laughs> oh, man. Don't know why your dick is shaking. but <laughs> I'm very sick. The reference did make sense. <laughs> And you can call my dick Simba because my dad was just killed by his brother thrown <laughs> off a cliff. <laughs> just the logical yeah. reference with nothing backing it up. You can call my dick Danny DeVito because it's bald and then it's got a bunch of hair everywhere <laughs> yeah, there else. There it is, man. Well, it sounds like your Danny DeVito, Nick. <laughs> Needs the Lawnmower 3.0 with its premium electric trimmer. It's designed to give you confidence. Oh, got a call. Confidence boost through through your body image. Whoa. So if your pubes are feeling good, then you're feeling good. True. Uh, the ceramic blade and skin-safe technology are designed to reduce nicks and tugs on your fellas down low. Everybody nee- knows that you don't want your balls to be bleeding or your penis. If you're like me and the hair grows a little bit up the shaft um, because you're so filled with testosterone, then you need that nick-free technology. Uh, the Lawnmower 3.0, it's also waterproof. And it comes with an LED light, so you can manscape in the shower, in the dark, 
or in a dark shower if you're a fucking serial killer. Whatever floats your serial killing boat. They also just released their Shears 2.0. It's a nail kit, which is perfect add-on to their lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. That's 5.0s, goddammit. The Shears 2.0 is a luxurious four-piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools. And it includes tipped tweezers. What are non-tipped tweezers? Rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. The Shears 2.0 nail kit allows you to pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. Don't pluck your eyebrows if you don't know what you're doing. Have your girlfriend do it. Um, On their website, you'll find the Crop Preserver, a.k.a. the Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant, and the Moisturizer. This will help you tame that summer swamp ass. Wow, throw an ass in the reed. Good for you, Manscaped. With natural hydrators and antioxidants. Get that ball and dick right. You also find the Crop Reviver. A testy toner. Man, they're all filled with them today. A testicle toner that's like having cologne that is designed for your balls. We won't judge you if we catch you sniffing yourself. If you're a grown man sniffing your own balls, good for you. You're a flexible man. Also, how are they judging you? Is Manscaped just around? Yeah, Manscaped. Where are you, dude? Yeah, are you in the walls? The IRS, baby. Go to Manscaped.com and check out some of these life-changing products. In fact, listeners of this show will get 20% off plus free shipping with the arm with the code ARMCHAIR at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com and use code ARMCHAIR. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaving that front trunk, baby. Great read. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. This Dang, this looks so fucking delicious. Smell that. Right up my alley. What's this beer? What are we working with We're here, Bill? We're drinking with three-way IPA. It's three breweries in Seattle. Oh, my God. It smells so good. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Oh. Isn't that... What a truly delightful beer. Isn't that just perfect? Oh, my God. I could just chug that. I know. It's very it's difficult. It's beautiful. It's a haze. You can't even see through that. It's yeah, a- it's completely opaque. You know what? Here's what's crazy about these hazy IPAs. A lot, of, a lot of breweries will be like, we have a hazy IPA. Do you know how they make it hazy? How? They just put flour in the mash. Yeah. But with this, these guys know what the fuck they're doing, and you can even see the sentiment on the side of it. Oh, yeah. It's good stuff. Very cool. Very mm. cool. Thank you, Sweet Bill. Mm-hmm. Thank Lucas. Thank you, Sweet Luke. He, he hooked us up. Uh, he did hook us up. You know what else would be a major hookup? Hmm. Is if right now with, like, I think 35 to 1 odds, if you bet on the Reds to win the World Series, that'd be a pretty sweet fucking hookup, baby, because it- it, not everyone's counting us out, myself included. Same. We're still going on a run. We'll talk about it here a little bit more, but we're just a handful of games out of the wild card. Everyone can still tank. Yep. Our bats are getting hot, so bet on the Reds. Where can they do it, Bill? BetOnline.ag. Well, I'll be goddamn. They gave me $3.72 for betting on the wet Reds to win yesterday. Very nice. How about that? What a win. Major League Baseball and the NBA are in full swing, and there are no shortage of ways to get on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and prop bets for you to bet on. 
Also tune in as Floyd Money Mayweather joins the Bet Online team in a new segment called The Ice is Right. Yeah. Where he talks about his expansive jewelry collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling. Visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to check Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. Bet Online, your online wagering expert. Thanks betonline.ag AG. Thank you. I hiccuped on that that read because I farted during it. Oh, did you? Yeah, I'm trying to see. I got a little crack in the couch here. I'm trying to trap it in there. Oh, I see it. I'm trying to 100 surprise me later. Yeah, I'm trying to 127 hours this bitch. <laughs> it's just stuck in there. Stuck in there, and hopefully it just lives there. Hopefully it loses a cent or two when it's in there. Stuck in there is kind of a good way to describe being a Reds fan so far this season. Mm. We feel. Stuck because this team, like teams of the Cincinnati past, for a week they make you want to jump ship. Yep. For a week they make you think they're the best team in the league. We're stuck. We're stuck. We're stuck watching this team, and we don't know if we're good or bad, but we're good. And we're good. We've got to be good. How are we good? You know what? What everyone says on the on the TV and on ESPN and on ESPN Plus and all the insider info, the Reds are good on paper. It just hasn't happened yet. I know. The Reds were 3-5 and five in July, 13-15 and 15 in August, and they're 1-1 one one in September. 500 team. It's Very good. close to it. I know, man. But also, if you notice, those numbers, 1-1, one and one, 13 and 5. 13 and, yeah. 13 and 15. Sorry, one, 3 and 5, 13 and 15, 1 and 1. Is there been any kind of run in there? No, no positive. Run. No run. We Even if we, I, I think a couple times this year, we've rattled off three in a row. Right. I think we've rattled off three in a row. But without fail. I mean, I think we're we're like five and five, right now. Yeah, right now. But we've been five and five our last ten, the last fifteen. Exactly. We just there's no momentum being built. None. There isn't. So let's break down. I, the week. I heard I heard the quote. This isn't David Bell's fault, but it is his problem. Yeah, that was um, Doc. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Uh, yeah, I mean, One it is your fucking problem, right. buddy. And then also, you know, without hating on the guy too much like some of these games you could chalk up to manage managerial fuck-ups of course you know i mean in a in a season this short if a manager's decision a man you know dave david bell could very well have you know we could be one game under 500 right now correct it's all if ands and buts if your aunt had balls she'd be your uncle yeah you know but yeah what the fuck i know it's brutal and I mean, there's that the happened a couple weeks ago when we talked about it. I think it was where we left off. Yeah, the, our last episode. We, we, yeah, two weeks ago, yeah. you and me, where we talked about when he pulled Votto. Yes. Late in the game, and his spot came back up and pinch ran him. Yep. For who? Van Meter. Yeah. Yeah. Van Meter, and then he pulled. Rest in peace. Uh, Jan Kaus. No, no, he put in Jankowski to pinch run for him. And then Votto Ooh, came up it. later in the lineup. Yeah, or then Van Meter came up later in the lineup. And then they pulled Van Meter for Lorenzen. Yeah. Like, it was just like a move to make a move. A move to make a move. To make an impact on the game when it didn't need to happen. But what I have watched this past week, 
he has kind of taken himself out of that situation. You don't see him doing that as much anymore. I, I can't remember the last time I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, it's been four or five games. It's been, I would think, a week since I'm like, what? Okay. Let's start with Friday. Um, Mally, Matt, we lost. Um, we lost. Mally looked Or no, good. we won. We won. We won. Sorry. I apologize. That oh, is yeah, that wrong. Was we won six to five. Mally went off. Mally, yes. He gave up two dingers in the first couple innings. Yeah. And then just, what did he finish with, 11? Dude, he finished with 11 Ks and six and two-thirds. Yeah, that's filth. The guy, in the the thing is, is like, when he was, it was the top of the seventh, and uh, what, there was one out. Yeah, one out. And then he had that, he, I forget who was for the Cubs, hit that thing, the deep center field, the deepest part of the park. Yeah. And Shogo was there to grab it. Yep. I was like, whoo. And then David Bell was like, nope, that's your leash. Yeah. Because that next one is out of here. Yeah, very likely. It, and it wasn't even like he was losing life on his fastball. It was more of the placement. And once you get tired like that, you you don't lose any ticks, but you're going to not place them in the right spot. Yeah, and see, that's the thing. It's like people will for, people Sometimes, a lot of the time, good hitters, if someone gets a hit, it's because the pitcher made a mistake. Right. A very minute mistake, right? Spots are so... I mean, even the difference between the inside of the plate and the outside of the plate is less than a foot. Right. You know, we're talking about like a tiny, tiny little window. Yep. Uh, Mally was hitting his fucking spots. The dinger that he gave up to Rizzo was going to go directly into the mitt. Yep. If he didn't... If a professional, high-caliber baseball player didn't hit it right if it wasn't a guy who's had our numbers yeah. since he came since up since his league. whole fucking career since he was 21 years old right yeah so i mean he was hitting his spots his entire the entire game and then that second dinger was it bodie yeah that was the bodie wait no i don't have it written down i don't think it was it bodie it might have been bodie because i'm trying oh no it was the next game where schwarber got on one knee yeah or was it Rizzo? Either one of them. Both of their dingers over the, some of their dingers over the series. I'm like, that's a ball, and you lifted that into right. Field, yeah, exactly. Into the middle of the moon. Deck. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Wait, you can't do anything about a major league hitter being a major league hitter. No, but speaking about a major league hitter, this is where it starts for Gino. He went three for three with a double and three ribs. Gino's on fire right now. He's feeling himself. See, that's the thing that's so frustrating. Is like Gino's feeling himself right now, seeing the ball, Joey is back seeing the ball, hitting the ball. Yeah. Winker, suspension or not, still hotter than a fucking pistol, best hitter in the fucking league. Yep. Uh, Castellanos is... He's cooled down. He's he's cooled down significantly, but, like, it's fucking working right now. So why isn't isn't it working right now? Because of the bottom of your lineup. Yeah. That's why... No production from there. Well... There is there is one bright spot from the bottom of yours too actually this week, but there should be more than me saying there's two bright spots. Yeah, Shogo getting an RBI single shouldn't be a bright spot. Correct. That should be a normal thing, but also something that we that uh, Passan brought up, Jeff Passan of ESPN. The Reds have the second worst luck in all of baseball. Yeah, for With, sure. They're hitting so it in many the gloves. Bad bounces a lot. I mean, especially if you go back to the beginning of the season. Those first couple series against, like, Detroit and Kansas City, yeah. dude, hitting the nails on the fucking screws. Right. Joey Votto barreled his first 12 at-bats of the season yeah. and had four hits. 
It's insane. You know, I mean, it's it's bad. They it, the the day of the the day of the shift, and I mean, I would be interested to see how they tabulate that luck ratio or whatever. Right. But. Well, you're looking at barrels. Yeah. And your barrel percentage. So those numbers are what's there for it. I mean, it's it's uh, I forget exactly what it's called, but it's there like hitting into hitting hard hit balls. Yeah. Into atom a, balls. Atom balls. Right. There's an actual statistic for that. And I forget what that's called, but that exists. And the Reds are like tops of in course. all of baseball. With I that. believe that we or the are. bottom, the bottom percentile. And of then luck you want to talk about the bottom of the lineup productivity wise. I think one of the ways that shows up most glaringly, I said something in the text thread with Mike and Mike. Mm-hmm. We've got to lead the league in solo dingers. Yeah, we're second in the in major in the National League in dingers and and uh, like tenth in runs. Yeah. It's disgusting. You know, I mean, it, we're a lot of home runs, a lot of production from some guys that we're happy to see. I mean, Galvis has seven taters this year. Right. That's exciting. He hit Wink, one this week. Winker's double digits. Yeah. Solo jobs. Nick's, Nick's in double digits. Solo jobs. Joey's got to be close. He's got to be close with eight or nine, which I'll I look up yeah, later. Yeah, I think he's got eight or nine. But the problem with that five to six win was that Bob Steve got rocked and Bob Steve has not looked he's dominant this been getting week. rocked he's been getting rocked what was really cool was seeing Amir go in there for an inning and a third and lock it down on Jackie Robinson day that was cool and then him saying it was the most memorable moment of his career in the midst of everything that's going on having just sat out a game I mean that was a cool yeah. thing uh, Cincinnati and uh, the Brewers, of course, the Brewers being in Kenosha, in, in Wisconsin, right? But uh, I mean, what the second the second game to be postponed? Yeah, was the Reds and the Brewers? Yeah, the and, liberal mm-hmm. hubs of Milwaukee <laughs> and Cincinnati. You know, right. like that was a cool move. It was awesome. I mean, the fact that they called it the they called all the leaders over the team. You know, which was Joseph Daniel, uh, Mike Mustakas, and just. Moose talking with them, and then they went, Every, just guys, come over here. We need to talk. Yeah, and I get and people's frustration about it, you know, like, because part, you know, part of me is like, that's an amazing thing that they did. Right. It, it, what a beautiful gesture. And then the other side of my head is like, that's just a fucking gesture. Right. <laughs> it's you know? just a game. You know? No, well, no, I'm just saying it's like, I think, you know, it's like, what was done if you're mad that the game isn't there, you're just like, well, what's the fucking point? Oh, yeah, this stopped it. And, like, my brain goes there. Sure. You know? But, That's human nature. But ultimately, it's like, it's their platform. It's the biggest thing that they can do. Amir's outspoken on it. Yeah. Joey has come out and talked about it. So it's not like this, you know, this movement, this civil rights movement that we're experiencing right now is, like, foreign to any of these guys. They've been commenting on it. The biggest thing that they could do is sit out of the game. And I can do nothing but support that. I can too. You know, I'm like I, all I can do is just tip my cap. Wish I got to watch you play, but I got to watch you play too the next day. And thanks for just that's like the people like the people that harp on it will be like, "What does it do?" It's just a meaningless gesture, but like, it's not meaningless. It was a historic. It's day. a big fucking deal. It was a historic day. Yeah, in sports. it was an important thing to do because they the players prove that they can stop it. Well, see, that's uh, not like the issue of yeah, racial yeah. justice. I meant they could halt the sport. Every player, every sport could just be like, we're good. Across the board. Just like, no, nah, you need to fix this. Well, I'm paying you. Well, I don't need it. I already have this much. Yeah. I'm fine. But what about everybody else? What about Jacob Blake? 
Yeah. What about literally every other person we've had lost in these senseless murders? Yeah. Here's what I can do. I cannot throw a ball and get paid $100,000 today. Yeah, right. Exactly. I can stop. And it's very easy to tear that guy down. Right. Because, because they're rich and they're playing a game. But right. that, but that's their circumstance. Of course. That's just that's where they are. It's charmed. It's a charmed, blessed life. But like, that's what they can do. Yep. I mean. That's what they can do. Yep. Us, most people can just throw a hashtag up on Facebook. Yep. Go out and live your life and be better. Give back to your community. These guys yep. had a big old platform and they worked with it. So right. it was cool to see. Well, what I did is I've started being more racist. Yeah, just double down. I brought back some slurs. <laughs> I've told cops where, you know, every person I know that is a person of color, where they live. Well, that's... And I say, you need to follow them. I don't trust it. <laughs> no. Woo! This is all in good fun. Of course. You know where we stand. Oh, yeah. Alicia can back that up, that it's all in good fun. Oh, nothing. It's just something (laughs) really dumb that I said that's really fun. (laughs) And if it's taken out of context, it would be hilarious, and I would get canceled. Oh, if if that was just like a 10-second clip Clip. right there. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be over. In the scope of... Yeah, in the sky. Yeah, cancel Great. Billy. If someone comes out and does it, it's the best thing that ever happened. That's the name to of this me. podcast is Let's Cancel, cancel Billy, Billy Divorce. That's a new podcast we're starting. <laughs> it's it, you can find it on uh you can find it on Breitbart Media. And Patreon. Hard right. Yeah. What if we just started doing a hard right podcast as 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 dirty yuppie liberals as we've been? Just go fucking insane and try and get an OAN sponsorship. The nastiest boys. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We like the reds because of the colors. Hell yeah. Come on. Color of the blood that was spilled on the concrete (laughs) from the libtards. Jesus Christ. That's how hard we can go. But I don't, I mean, I'm glad that we took that little duck off and talked about them sitting out. Because we hadn't talked about it. Yeah. Rizel came in and shut it down. After that, a couple times. He came in, shut it down on Friday. Saturday was, God, that first game was. It was horrendous to watch. No, it's not it was horrendous. It was the first game was the matchup that we've wanted. Oh, to oh, Cy, Darvish, yeah. Two Cy Young contenders saying, uh, trying to be like, I can outbest you. Yeah. And Bauer just didn't have it that he day. He just didn't have it and that And Darvish, day. here's the thing. He didn't really have it either, but he got out of jam. Yeah. If you, here's something that's crazy. During that game, if you look at that box score, you're like, man, he dominated if you listen to this line, six innings pitch, seven hits, two walks, eight Ks. What do you think of that sounds line? Like a, sounds like a decent day. Sounds like a pretty good day. No earned runs, by the way. Great day. The Reds left 19 on the base pass. That's so crazy. We threatened every single inning. Every inning, and he, we put him in spots. And he got out of every single one of them. Which shows you, like, that guy, that guy's pretty good. Yeah, if you can bounce back like that, because Bauer, his stuff is overpowering and amazing. But when he's dominant, he's just dominant. Thirteen, fourteen Ks, yeah, two hits, for sure, one or two walks. But if 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 you say six innings pitch, seven hits, two walks for Bauer, you're expecting two or three runs there. Yeah, because he starts to lose a little bit. But Bauer's lying for that five and a third, four hits, three earned runs, two walks, five K, two dingers. Yeah, baby. The dingers were killed him. Yeah, there was there was a solo job, and then uh, uh, I think who I forget who it was on first, but you know, that's how he gave up his after you know th- in the le- one of the one of the 
homers was after 103 pitches because he wanted to go back out there. Yeah. And he wanted to shut he, it down. He's hard to talk out of it. This is where it starts for Votto. He snapped his 0 for 19 streak with a double. Because prior to that, he had been, been benched. Yeah, and it he, you know... Well, it, it wasn't public at first. Correct. He's out of the lineup after a horrific run. And snapping on an umpire. Yeah, losing his shit. Right. Getting chirpy with Rizzo. Well, no, that was no, that's later. But he snapped up. He lost his shit in Milwaukee, and he's like, "Fuck this! I'm I'm Joseph Daniel Fucking Votto. Yeah. I know the strike zone. Do you not understand that I have perfect or better than perfect vision? Yeah, Angel Hernandez, oh, suck yeah. the skin that's in between my balls and my asshole. Yeah. That is a taint, Angel. Lick it. Angel Hernandez fucking sucks. Also, Grundle. I love Grundle. Yeah, but the skin between my Balls and asshole is a pretty tantalizing way to say that. Tantalizing, I would even say. Tantalizing. Oh man. Okay. Well, Alicia just sent me this. This is a stop of the stop of the presses here. Oh, that's nice. OTRBs. We got a thing coming here, coming in hot. So be on the lookout for that at Mecca. That'll be tight. Yeah. Whatever that is, that teaser. Um. But. He needed that. He needed. He also, you're 30, you know, 45, 53, you know, you're an older guy. What? He's, he's not, he's got to be, he's older than 34, right? I think he's like 37. 37, I think. Let uh, me look him up. Alexa, how old is Joey Votto? Joey Votto is 36 years old. 36. Huh. Interesting. Didn't Thank you that. for that, Alexa, that assistant fun. of the podcast. I don't know if you heard it. You want to re- yeah, re- re- repeat he's got, that? He's six years older than your average red. He is truly the veteran. Here's the thing. S- Alexa is listening and hearing this and wants to just butt in and will continue to record this to be- capture all this metadata so that Amazon can sell products to us. Yeah, we're going to be getting some Joey, Joey Votto busts. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Bezos is going to send them over. Um. But no, he and so he needed that. What was also reassuring to see, I don't know if it was that it was his first at bat back. He hits a uh, to start start the game. He hits a liner to left field, something we hadn't seen him do all year. Yeah, and it was on the screws. It was caught, and it was like you know fifteen but that feet was from a good, the warning. That track. was a good sign. But I was like, oh shit, okay, he's he's doing it again. He's, and then since then, but I thought it was really cool. After the benching, everyone was like, oh, did Joey get benched? And then he just came out immediately and was like, I got benched because I suck right now. Yeah. My it swing is close, but I, I needed it. Took it full swing, and he needed it, and he's come back. He's been on fire. Yeah, give Grandpa a couple days off. Yeah. Give Dad a few days off. Let him sit in the bench. Let Moose play first. Farmer play second. Garcia play short. And Gino play third. Yeah. I don't hate that lineup on a double deucer. Garcia's exciting. How fun. How, How about that snag he had? Yeah. Was that a, yesterday? What a player. I love that guy's glove. And what a only player. at high he only went up to high A and they're just like pull the trigger. Yeah, good. It's what we needed. Get Ty Steve up here next. Dude, unleash the beast. How in the fuck is Tyler Stevenson not on this team? Service time. Which they're yeah, past yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. They're past that now. Yeah, for sure. They're past that. Here's what's even more crazy. So you know how Clevenger, which um, just got dealt to San Diego. San Diego. Th- the Indians kept him down long enough 
I believe they kept him down long enough that they still get a full other service year out of Clevenger. The Padres do. No way. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty fucking sweet. Good for them. No shit. Um, but, you know, it was... Um, it was great to see him win that first, or to lose that first game. It really sucked, but it was great to see Joey snap out of the streak. Um, the late game was exciting. Yeah, it was great. Huh? It was fun and full of so much bullshit. Yeah. Uh, TJ Antone, went, he pitched four innings, three hits, three earned runs, five Ks, two dings a walk. Two dingers a walk. The guy's still a rookie. Yeah, he's looking good. He's looking, that's not. It's not a terrible line, especially when you consider it's his third start in his career. Right. He's keeping you in the game yeah. against the, the leaders of the division. The Cubbies, yeah. Yeah, the, you know, the class of the division. I, I wasn't mad at that. His stuff was still there. He missed a couple spots. Yeah. But his curveball's still dynamite. His fastball's still there. Like, him getting all this experience makes me more excited for next year because I think you can just pencil him in the lineup. You oh, can just for pencil sure. him in the rotation losing Disco. Or if whatever, we'll get to it too. But if Disco keeps pitching like this, you could sign him for cheap and still have TJ. Yeah. You know, you have you 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 still have Luis, which we'll get to him. Sonny, you might you, there's a chance you could re- you realistically most likely, I'd say it's fifty fifty lose Bauer. I think he wants to go to L.A. You think he wants to be in an Angels uniform? Because that's my bet. I think he wants to be in an Angels uniform. I think he wants to live out in the ca- you know the media entertainment capital of the world. Yeah, that guy loves pitching, and he also loves being a person on the internet. And he's from there. Yeah, no, so that fucking sucks. But but it, yeah, it's very likely. It's it's more than likely. Um, but. It makes it gives me hope for the future. I will say that. Yeah. But um, I mean, Votto went one for two with a dinger. Casali and Winker both had dingers that game. Casali has been what we have needed him to be. Now there was a very important dinger in that game with Votto that um, made him pass Tony Perez for third all time. Saw that. And Reds home runs. Passing the big dog. But Joey Votto doesn't hit dingers. Yeah. He's about Joey. to be in a 300 home run club. Oh, he only walks. Fuck you. Yeah. What are you talking about? Fuck off. Eat eat, eat all of my ass. Joey rakes. Joey still bangs. Mm-hmm. Write the fuck down. Joey, Joey still bangs. bangs. You facts. can get that at cincyshirts.com. Big facts. Um. Then the bullshit starts. They throw at Shogo's head. Yep. Well, actually, sorry. I'm skipping ahead. TJ loses grip on one and throws it at Rizzo's head. It slips. You clearly look at TJ, look down at at his his hand. hand. Casali immediately looks up at Rizzo and is like, hey, man, that wasn't intentional. Yeah. Immediately. Right. He looked at his hand and then immediately Casali stood up, took his mask off, and said something to Rizzo. Right. And I guarantee it wasn't, we missed, motherfucker. Yeah. (laughs) You know? I wish it was. He's like, guy, that wasn't intentional. Right. Because, you know, before all of this, I've always been like, I like Rizzo. I know, I man. I hate Chris Bryant. I like Rizzo. I've always liked him. It's been hard to, but, like, he's likable. He's a great guy. Like, he went down to Parkland and, like, helped yeah. the kids out he's or kept cool. shooting up or he's whatever cool. he did. But, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I can't resist that joke. It's just right there. It's 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 a low-hanging kid. And yeah. 
But he went back and like he's done a bunch for that community and he's done a bunch for the people of Chicago. Like he's a cool fucking dude. And then he pulls this bullshit. And now I'm like, you just tarnished it, dude. Now I'm going to yell at you harder than I ever have before in 2021. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because then it comes back and they throw at Shogo's head. Sweet, innocent Shogo. The sweetest of boys. Like I wasn't even in this country until seven months ago. Yeah, and you're gonna you're trying to you're trying to fucking scramble his brains. Whack, very whack. And then David, they benches get worn. David Bell comes, or sorry, uh, Ross, Ross Christ comes out and argues for the wrong side of it. And he gets tossed. The pitching coach gets tossed. So they're left with nothing. I, I just don't understand why you argue with that because it's already happened. Yeah. It's happened it twice. Just went done. C- cool it. I think that cools the flames. Yeah. Do you? Agreed. It should have. It should have. And uh, what exactly? Why did David Bell come back out and start arguing? David Bell went out there because I think he was just like in the argument, and right. then I think he just went out on the field because the coaches were out on the field. Right. And then he's talking to the umpire, and Rizzo goes, "Let's go. Let's go. Come on." Get us off the field. Let's go. And starts talking shit to Bell. And then that's where old man Joey says, eh, eh. Uh-uh. No. Don't fucking address my manager. Right. Certainly don't talk. tell him what to do. You know, it's just it, at the end of the day, baseball and all these, like, rules are, you know, it's it. they're kind of lame. But, like, I get just sticking up for your guy. Right. That's what you're supposed He's to do. He's wearing my jersey. Fuck you. I like him. Hey, so being- Rizzo starts chirping at Bell, and Joey's just like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, that'd be like if someone came in with a Quiznos uniform into a subway, and they started yelling at the at, at, the, at the the guy who's in charge. Right. They'd be like, hey, that's my guy, Quiznos. Yeah, Get exactly. out of here with yeah, your bait yeah, subs. Yeah, exactly. We're Subway. Yeah, exactly. Same thing. Yeah, it's a tribe thing. It's a tribe. It's a work. Th- it's still work. Yeah, that was just such a whack. Right. It was it just f- like everyone looked like such a pussy. Right. Like, it wasn't a cool bench-clearing brawl. Like, all of the bullpens ran out, and it was just all these, just 80 fucking dudes wearing masks in the middle of a pandemic baseball season. Right. The most socially distanced game imaginable. Let's get (laughs) everyone in the stadium on first base. Literally everyone. Everyone in the whole stadium on first base, as tight as possible, Mm -hmm. and just like... Me at each other. <laughs> it was so fucking stupid. It was dumb. And the fact that Angel Hernandez just tossed, tossed Bell, Winker, and Votto back to back to back. Dumb. For nothing, dude. Just coming out. For walking out on the field. Right. And Angel Hernandez is notorious for being a terrible umpire. He's awful, man. I don't know how you can be so bad at you your job. You can go back and, and watch like some like uh, mashups of Angel Hernandez moments. Like It's crazy he's still employed. Right. He's bad. He like his judgment on the field is typically bad, and then he's also just like he's a fucking cop. He's yeah. fucking power hungry pussy. Exactly. He's like, no, you're out of here. You're out of here, and you're out of here. Why? Because I said so. Why? I- because I can. It's like, <laughs> fuck you, dude. Yeah. Go like, oh my god, go scream at your wife. Yeah, go scream at your wife. Go manage your rental properties, which you probably have yeah. because you've accumulated enough money and you might be smart enough to have done that with your major league baseball money. If not, then just go home and do nothing else. Yeah. How about you go back to a little league game and you call that 
And I bet a fucking 14-year-old behind the dish who got dropped off by his parents has a better strike zone than yeah, you. Yeah, no shit. Fuck him. Fuck Angel Hernandez. Weird off topic because we haven't had a chance to talk about it. Because he's bad at his job. But he Angel hasn't done anything extreme to lose his job. But Tom Brenneman, on the other hand... Oh, boy. We this, haven't talked... It's we, crazy. Yeah, we, we haven't, haven't talked, talked about, about it. it. Yeah. Tom Brenneman, already bad at his job and notoriously hated by fans, then comes out and says, one of the fun capitals of the world, comes out and says that. Do you think that he should not be allowed to return to the booth? Um. See, that's the thing where it gets tricky. It's like, I didn't... It's like what you just said. I didn't think he was great at his job to begin with. Right. If he was great at his job, it's an easy answer for me. Yes. Yeah, we all make mistakes. Yeah. Everyone should get a second chance. Everyone I know has said fag. True. Everyone I know has said fag. Correct. And not everyone I know is a hateful bigot. Right. No one I know has said it on live television. <laughs> well, give it time. You know? I mean, I don't, like, no. I don't think that he should lose his job because he said that on uh, a hot mic. Sure. But I don't like him to begin with. Correct. He's you know what I'm saying? Technically bad at his job. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Just objectively, right. everyone, every text thread of Reds fans across the fucking country mm -hmm. talk shit about Tom Brenneman. Sure. They call him Thom. Yeah. <laughs> we don't even say his name right. Right. I made a fake Twitter account to mock the man. Yeah. Yeah. It's so like, so I mean, that's where it got. That's where it's super weird because it's like, yeah, I don't want him to come back. It's not because he said fag. It's because he's bad. I don't think he's good. And he said fag. Right. Like, you know? Yeah. He said it. And not even, you know what I think it was? I think it was technically an inside job. I think someone was like, they wanted someone working that Ooh, in the control room was like, a Tom Brenneman conspiracy? Uh, yeah. I like this. Follow me. This guy is just like, I am tired of hearing this hateful shit and this guy just be awful at his job and droning all the time and saying this shit. And Chris Welsh has to be a fucking angel sitting next to him. He is and such an angel. just take it on the chin while this little fucking, what is it, matriarch of baseball broadcasting Rich boy. gets to just continue to be bad and way overpaid at his job. Yeah. I'm going to get him and I'm going to get him while it's good. Yeah. And this guy's just like, he's going on. And on, and this guy's like, enough, and just starts the footage. And he was just like, hey, Tom, what do you call San Francisco again? <laughs> and he's just like, one of the, and he's just like, that guy, one of the, as soon as he hears that, this guy's gears start turning, and he gets the biggest boner under that goddamn control panel. Yeah. Like, I got him. Yeah, man. Oh, man, that was. That's what I think. Because, I mean, Tom's a pro. He's a pro's pro. Yeah. At the, he he technically technically is a good is good at his job. See, that's what I think. I I'm, I'm doing a joke on stage about this right now, but like does it surprise me that a 58-year-old white guy who's been rich and influenced his entire life said fag? Not at all. No. Of course. What surprised me is when he said it. Because he is a professional, he He's knows when it's live. That's pattern behavior. It's like right. his kink. Yeah. Getting away with it. At work. You know what I'm saying? Like getting sure. away with it. Like you ever uh you ever like 
jerked off in the living room. I was just right before you knew Alicia was going to get home. 100%. And then you fucking busted out. And then 30 seconds later, she walks in, has no idea. How good does that feel? It's the best. How good does that feel? Getting away with something by the skin of your tooth feels good. So you know Tom Brenneman has just been saying wild ass shit two seconds before he goes live his whole fucking career. Yep. And he's just, oh, that's how he gets it. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I cheated on my wife with a trans prostitute. Welcome back to Great American Ballpark 3-2. Brought to you two by, outs. Brought to you by Ray St. Clair Roofing. Yeah. Which Ray St. Clair sounds like something a gay person would name themselves. <laughs> oh, hey. yeah, Ray St. Clair. Find me on OnlyFans. I'm Ray St. Clair. Right. Hey, I'm Ray St. Clair, <laughs> and I fix pianos. Oh, that's so funny. Funny, Ray St. Clair. You can take that. Yeah, I will. That's great. Because I've been thinking about that for a while. Like, what else would Ray St. Clair do besides roofing? Piano repair. Uh, he would install uh, luxury fountains in your front yard. Oh, my God, Bill. That's hilarious. I will use that. Yeah. Ray St. Clair, just the gayest name. The gayest name. <laughs> Raymond St. Clair. Raymond St. Clair. <laughs> Raymond St. Clair the first. Like, yeah. he's planning to have more. Yeah, exactly. He's like, no, but I'm a roofer. A roofer. <laughs> Here. <laughs> what is that? Not roof. Oh, uh, what's that fucking shit that uh, you snort and it relaxes your butthole? Poppers. Poppers. Yeah, it puts a popper in your roof. I'll give you a popper, man. Yeah, Tommy Brands, dude. R.I.P. So I think, yeah, I think you should be fired. Fox Sports took him off of the Saturday Collegiate Games. I don't know about the Sunday games yet. I don't know if he's been completely been fired from Fox. Yeah. He should. For being bad at his job. job. But you know what? Actually, he's very good at calling NFL games. Better at that than baseball. 100 he times. Does, dude, you listen to a Tom Brenneman game, a Reds game, it sounds like he hates baseball. And it sounds like he hates the Reds yeah. and loves whoever they're playing. I know. Without fail. No doubt. Yeah, can't stand it. So, good riddance, man. Well, the rest of that second Saturday game was wild. Um, Aquino tied it. Yeah, that was sick. It was on a single, sick. on a duck flare single. And then you've got Jose Garcia at the dish, swings, and it's a wild pitch. Yeah. Craig Kimbrell, you need to talk to your cousin because he's lost it. He ain't my fucking cousin. <laughs> he don't even spell his name right. <laughs> One L. One L. Have an ass bitch. Ugh. No, I, th- I mean, that was cool. Castellanos came in and scored. I, I that, that game made me feel good. That ruled. That was a game. I mean, Joey said it after he walked it off. We'll get there, but like. Every we got we have to win every game, like every yeah. win at this point. High tension, right. need to win. Counts as three point two games. Yeah. And then this is where we get to Sunday. Sunday was a bummer. Sunday was Luis Castillo getting shelled. Absolutely shelled. Five innings pitched, four hit, five hits, four earned runs, one walk, seven Ks, three homers. There is a problem with Luis Castillo, and we need to address it. Yeah. Not us. We're not going to go down. Hey, Luis, you need to tuck in that shoulder a little more, buddy. Luis, listen, I don't know if you, you, you don't, you know, you can't understand what I'm saying, but you can follow my arm motion. Man, you ever stretched? Like, (laughs) you get a good back stretch in before you go out there? You know what would help you gain a mile an hour on your fastball? Is if you take off all them heavy chains. Take off all them chains, friend. The wibbly wobbling around. I bet they're coming hit you in the face. You can't see where you're throwing that ball. (laughs) That's just the most hillbilly fucking bullshit. Luis is 
changeup is still disgusting. Been, yeah, it is, but he's been pretty pedestrian this year, man. He's not. He's placing it too high in the zone. His sequencing is garbage. He's threw a changeup knee high, center of the plate on a on a o two pitch. Yeah, you're giving in in your count. You need to be throwing that changeup in the dirt, or you need to be throwing a high fastball. Yeah, nothing to hit on o two. Yeah. Nothing. Give them nothing, and you're giving up dingers to Hap, Schwarber, yeah. Rizzo. Or no, it was their entire outfield that day hit dingers. The problem, he's come out and he said that, quote, last year he threw up his, he threw his change ball, his change ball, you know change ball. He threw his change up too much, and people are picking up on it better. That's his problem, was last year. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. That is not true. You have one of the best change up in baseballs, and you're just missing. You're just missing. Yeah. Don't blame your changeup. Blame where you're putting it. Right. There, I mean, there was another one. I forget who hit the dinger, but that was letter high outside, and it broke right to his bat. Yeah. And then you can just push that fucker the other way. I think that one might have been Bodie. Yeah. I think you're right. But yeah, man, he's he just doesn't look as hard to hit as he has in the past. No, because he's not placing his changeup. He's not raising your eye level. When he does that, when I watched him do that for a, for for those a bunch of those Ks, I'm like, oh, he's raising their eyes. He's putting it up in the zone. He's getting ahead in the count, and then he's throwing that change up low. You're not sneaking it by anybody anymore, but you need to you need to prop it up properly. Maybe throw your slider a little bit more. Yeah, I don't know, but it's just he just doesn't look right. I don't know, but we need him. We need him to get his shit right. In a hurry. Wick. Malley's been picking up the slack. He has, man. Picking up some slack, disco. Here's something more important about that game as well before we move on. Um, Votto was one for three with a danger. Suarez. Do we know? Pedestrian. Yeah. Um, or else I would have written it down. Right. 12 men left on base. Again. You are creating opportunities. A lot of lobs. Cashing in. A lot of lobs. That's that's just what's killing this team. And then Monday, I, re- I what your dad said was so fucking funny. What in you? our group chat? Yeah, it, which it was one? Disco. Oh yeah. He went three and two thirds. He gave up seven hits, seven runs, four walks, three Ks. He said he watched a seven pound person come out of his wife's pussy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. cut the guy a break. Yeah, he no shit. He should have had the day off. No shit. He had just gotten off of paternity leave. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's so funny, man. It was yeah, hilarious. That, that did make me laugh very hard. Shout out to Mike. Shout out, because I, I had, I was working, and I, or I was up here just watching it, and he texted that. I had to put down my phone because I was laughing so hard. Yeah, man, you got to cut the guy a break. <laughs> What's this? He just, he just saw a life that he made, helped make, come out of the woman he loves, out of the woman he alien loves. style. Yeah. Just girthing it out. Yeah, man. My dad was all up in there. He watched me. Yeah, he was all up in there. Here's why. Mike's about it, about it. Here is a reason why I'm not having kids. That's a big one. Yeah. How do you go back in? I don't know. My dad has to look at me and be like, that is 5'10 of my sperm. Yeah. I don't know how you put that past it. I know. It's so wild. Or is it the other side of it where you're like, we made a person and you're even more horny? Yeah, maybe that. I mean, like, on an evolutionary level, I think it is probably that. Mm-hmm. 
It's like you see a child, you're like, ah, my seed is extended. <laughs> I will live on forever. My DNA will, you know, keep going into this world. I've done my job. We should make more to be just in case. Just you know? in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got we to gotta extend the family line because there's not enough people on this planet. Yeah. But, I mean, so you cut Disco a break. Yeah, because, if, you know, the thing he saw. The thing he saw. He saw his his favorite seven pound human shove uh, shoved out of his wife's vagina. Yeah, and then he has to stare at a thing that also looks like a vagina and try and hit it with a ball. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, no shit. (laughs) Yeah, that is tough. Yeah, while other people with things that look like giant penises try to hit it, (laughs) (laughs) and the ball is white like cum. There it is. You can count on the nasty boys to be nasty. Real nasty. Vado two for four again. Suarez two for four with a dinger, four ribs. Also a problem with this game and with this entire Cardinals series. Paul DeYoung has our number. He's got our number. He's a monster. Him and Brad Miller? Who the fuck is Brad Miller? Who the fuck? To quote Mike Webster, who the fuck is Brad Miller? I love that so much. Who the fuck is he? Just what the Cardinals do. Standard. Nance, you called this in February. You were you were like, yeah, the Cardinals will just call some dude up who's been in their system, and he'll just be a stud. Yep, and he'll just come out and rake. Fucking Brad Miller. Jesus Christ. But here's what's also really cool about that, is Lorenzen came out and pitched four innings of two-hit baseball. Lorenzen has been hits. hot as a pistol lately. Yeah. I saw something, uh, Kyle posted something in the River- Riverfront group. Yeah. It's like, so, I mean, he gave up 10 earned runs in his first five innings. Gross. And then he's given up zero earned runs in his last 12. Yeah. So he's just on it. Do you know, did you see what he said after the game? He think? said when he came in, came back for, into summer camp, he tweaked something in his wrist and that he hurt was hurting. Um, but he tried to pitch through it. Eventually it stopped hurting and he came back around. Um, how do I say this without sounding brash? Um, Bullshit. Fucking bullshit. Yeah. You were trying to throw 100 miles an hour, and you weren't placing the ball. You were you were throwing, not pitching. Yeah. And you were wearing Vans cleats that have no arch support, and you're expected to go out and be a top-tier reliever in Major League Baseball. Suck on my big toe, you liar. Save it. Save it. Yeah. Save it for someone who's going to believe that, because yeah, I don't. You showed up to play now. You, you, instead of trying to be a bodybuilder and you're trying to hurl a shot put, you are finessing a baseball into a strike zone. You're being a pitcher. With four pitches. You're a reliever with four pitches. Four good pitches. F- some plus, some average. Yeah. But that's enough for a reliever. And he went out and he's figured out, like, I think Derek probably just was like, dude, what the fuck? Just go out there and pitch. Don't throw. Yeah. Touch 98 and hit a spot. Right. Pitch 94-95 and put movement on it. Yeah. His movement is what sells him. It's not his speed. No, he just it's sexy. It's cool to be able to throw cool, but you 102. You, cool, but these are professional hitters. If you throw something 102 down the heart of the plate, it's gone. It's going to be 431 in right field. Yeah, right. Come on. Yeah. So, it was good to see him turn that corner. And that was the trade deadline, and the Reds brought in who? Archie. Archie Bradley and Brian Ar- Goodwin. Archie Bradley and Brian Goodwin. Both great moves. I like those moves. Got rid of uh, Josh Van Meter in the Archie Bradley trade. So JVM and Packy Naughton. Yeah, JVM out in the desert. Wish him the best. I mean, he yeah. just blew it this year. 
He just couldn't see he, the ball. Yeah, he just blew it with the red legs, and I wish him the best. Seems we, like a good guy. We were hyped on him yeah. until the beginning, until like two, until three weeks ago. Until he was 0 for 16 yeah, until and he, our DH. And he was batting 0-59. Yeah. I think also they made the move knowing like they could sell him for versatility to the Diamondbacks. And I think Nick Crawl was like, if I get rid of him, that means that David Bell can't put him in the lineup anymore. No shit. He can't plug him in because he's like, oh, he can play first, second, short, third, left, like everywhere. Yeah. Which David, I guess, just saw or some shit and was just like, oh, put him in anywhere. He's yeah. a stopgap for us. When he was showing that he was completely lost at the plate. So Archie Bradley is pretty studly. His curveball's gross. Yeah, that's a good pickup, man. He's a you know traditional close, traditionally a closer, but man, he is filling right in for Pedro Strope. Yeah, how great is that? Yes, he is. And to make remove to make more room, we'll see you, Philly Irvin. Philly Irvin just got picked up uh, on waivers by the Mariners. Yeah, so he's with Taylor Trammell, Shed Long. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, yeah. That what I texted you was like, might as well hire uh, uh, Brian Price to be their manager to have a real Reds party. Yeah, so I'm just looking at look at his last look at some of Bradley's starts. Look at two years ago, two years ago in 2018, 76 games. Or okay, 2017, so he appeared in 63 games. Uh, he went three and three. He had one save, but in sixty three games played, he had a one point seven ERA. It's gross. So then, what are his case per nine? Yeah. So then this is pretty rooted. This isn't baseball reference. Oh. Let me check it out. Um, let me see. In twenty, what was his case per nine? Ten. Flat 10. 10.9. Holy. 11. 11. Yeah, you so. Get, you get him back to that? So, yeah. That's yeah, he's in the last, since 2016, his case per nine have been 9.1, 9.7, 9.4, 10.9, 10.2. That's disgusting. It's a lot. It's gross. So I want to see just another arm because he is a closer. Sure. So what do we do because with Rossell? I think. Here's the other thing too, man. With, um, with last night and with the rest of this week, we also need to realize Rizel is four for five in save situations. Yeah, no, he's looked good. He's your that closer. situation a couple nights ago. Bases loaded, two outs. You mean bases loaded, one out? Last night? Yeah, last night. Bases yeah. loaded, one out, two big strikeouts. That was huge. And pitches one and two thirds innings. Yeah. Stretched it. Yeah. And I think it's because Archie Bradley's barking down the neck. They made the move. They're like, oh, okay, I will do as I am told. Yeah. He's now, it also takes the pressure off of Rizel because your high leverage guy is Amir, Lorenzen, or if you really need it, Archie Bradley. Yeah. Because he fills right in for Pedro Strope. That's like I said to you before. He's your setup guy now. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's really good. And we can't forget about our best pitcher this year, Lucas Sims. No, Lucas got Lucas got rocked on Tuesday, yeah, but that's he his did, first time he's got he get rocked shelled. Yeah, but you've got Lucas Sims. Nate Jones has been solid. Yeah, I can't believe we're saying this about our bullpen after the weeks of bitching. I know they've turned the corner. I know. Now we just can't score any runs. Now we, right? We can't. We can't get any luck. And. 
I mean, we'll move to Tuesday because it transitions perfectly. And the starting hasn't been as dominant. Sonny got shelled. Yeah. He couldn't even finish the first. We've never seen him do that. No, in the point two innings, man. Dude, two, yeah, two-thirds, five hits, six earned runs, three walks, a K. But what's weird about this line is there's no dingers. Yeah. They were just seeing that ball just well. spraying it all over the field. I think they just did their homework. Yeah. I think they just had a really good scouting report on him. He went in with the same approach as last time and didn't change it and didn't have time to alter it because they just Because it happened in one inning. Hitting him, right. He just couldn't get, there was nothing for him to get out Ooh, of. Ooh, that was a sad one to be up to date on your phone. Because <sighs> it's just like, yeah. and you're like, oh, fuck yeah, what's going down? And it's like, oh, they scored uh, eight runs in the second inning. Because, yeah, we were at the show on Tuesday, yeah, and we looked cool. at each other. And we're just like, oof. Remember when the fireworks went off for Joey's dinger? Yeah. And Casali's dinger, and we just heard it, and we're like, oh, okay. And it interrupted the show, yeah. which is such a cool thing to have right now. Yeah. We're just out in the elements, baby. Out in the elements, and it's like, oh, the Reds scored. We can tell because it just ruined this guy's punchline. Or gal. There were plenty of gals. Hey, buddy. I'm fair and diverse. Yeah, it is. Um, but let's get, let's, let's, uh, let's get to Wednesday here. This is what was fun. Let's get to last night. Or Wednesday, if you're listening to this on Friday, you fucking get it. Mally, again, seven innings pitch, four hits, three earned runs, two walks, three Ks this time, two home runs. Because the Cardinals just slap you to death. Yeah. And he just had him, put him in the right spots. He looked great. He gave up a dinger to... to um, Goldie? Goldie and Yachty. Two of the best hitters, uh, one of the best hitting catchers in the game right now with Yachty. Yeah. At fucking 72 years Never. old. And and Goldschmidt, uh, who's a hundred and ninety-five million dollar man, right? You so know, like those numbers don't lie. When you're People a twenty, when you're a twenty-four year old pitcher going into your third go around in the majors, yeah, not mad at it. Not mad at you. Bob. He's looked great. He's more than just earned his spot in the rotation. And David Bell has said we are going to ride out Malley till the till the till the end of the season. Oh, he's our four or five easy, easy. With after Miley, Miley, a complete <sighs> failure. Uh, he looked better his last start, but I wouldn't say complete failure. I think it's interesting that it's TBD for the series um, coming up. So, against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Got a sweep four. Which, whatever. Got a sweep four. Are they, do they have double-digit wins yet? Yeah, they got double digits. I think they're like 10 and 24. And two of those wins are against us. How about that? Um, what was really great was to see Shogo hit that squeaker, which finally one of those breaks through, which he had m- how many of those break through in Japan? Yeah, thousands. Right. Yeah. And he finally gets and I mean, one there. And that really is where it does come down to, like, the luck thing. Like, we win yep. a close game. It's this big sigh of relief just because it does feel like this season so many times we've just... We've been going against the other team and the fucking universe. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> right. it's like, ah, can we catch a bounce? Can we catch a break? Make an error. Yeah. I mean, the big one we caught this week was that wild pitch. I mean, thank oh, God. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that's where the tide starts to turn, hopefully, a little bit for us. Yeah, and Lady Luck starts starts blowing on your dice for you. Yeah. And Tucker, this year, has been beyond terrible at the dish, but there are two home runs he's had this year that are game winners. Yeah. That have kept us in it, dude. He's been awful at the dish, but dude, I'm tell man, seeing him find a way is awesome. Like I said, Rizel's four for five in safe situations. 
The thing that bothered me most about that game was Winker in the bottom of the seventh, full count, and you have a pitch that is right on the inside corner of the plate. You need to swing the bat. Yeah, especially hitting like you. Come on, you've been on fire. You are the NLDH of the month. Swing that thing. Show them that you know what you're doing with it. If it's close, you got to swing it. That's like baseball 101. Yeah. And then just starts arguing with the ump when he's clearly wrong. Strike three. That's strike three. And you have runners on. We wouldn't have to go to extras, which, thank God. I loved how Cowboy called it, and he's like, all you need is Joseph Daniel up there. All you need is Joseph Daniel. All you need is Joey up in that situation. And he delivers. Yep. And not only did he deliver, that is his 13th career walk-off. Tying him. With P. Rose. Peter Rose. Should have been Hall could have been Hall of Famer. Whatever Hall of Famer. Whatever you want to like, call it. But like that's great. I mean, Joey, all-time great red. If I mean, you just got to get a, a a ring of some sort. Right. But that being said, I need to pull this up and take a look at it. I want to see Joey's last 7 games, which have to be this line's got to be hot. Yeah, yeah, Joey's been on fire. Right. Um, Andy's been on fire the whole season in the post-game press conference. Yeah. Did you see what he said last night? What did he say again? He said something about, like, he almost, like, he he was joking around saying he wanted to get pinch hit for. Yeah. Not because he didn't want the at-bat, but because he was tired and he wanted to go eat fried chicken. Yep. That was awesome. And he and then... And then our and boy said, C-, C. Trent said, where? And he said, they're not paying me to say that. Yeah. What is it? Is it uh, um, the Eagle? I mean, that's my best guess. Probably the Eagle, It's right? for sure the best yeah, guess. it's got to be the Eagle. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think about where else. Eagles open till midnight. They're close. He probably has his agent or he calls it in and it's ready for him. And he goes in, picks it up, whatever. I don't doubt in any part of my brain that it, it is the Eagle. Where else can you get fried chicken besides <coughs> Lee's or KFC? Yeah. It's got to be the Eagle. That was cool. I don't see Joseph Daniel we rolling up in the... We camp out of the Eagle next time the Reds are in t- playing in town. We Ooh, just wait. Wait for Joseph? Wait for Joseph. I still have people who work there. I can have them text me. Yeah. Let me know when JDV's order comes in. Let me know. In 24 at-bats, he has five runs, nine hits, three dingers, four ribs, two walks, seven strikeouts. He's batting 375 with a 423 on-base percentage, slugging 792. That's Joey, baby. That's He's back. That's our boy. If there, There's no way he can maintain. Sure. But also think about this with you Joseph. You take the middle ground between 220 and 386. I'll take that middle ground. Think about this. What has Joseph been his entire career? Streaky. A second-half player. Always, yeah. It's so weird. Even though it's a short season, the second half just started and he's hitting like this. Yeah. Could it be maintained? Sure as fuck hope so, but this is this is vintage Joseph yeah, behavior. so true. Um, now, we're excited, and it wasn't like a great week, but it was good enough. Five and five in their past ten. Here's what you need to think about. The reason why it was exciting is because it very easily could have been three and seven or two and eight. Of course. You know, like we won some games. Right. Won some games that we probably should have lost. Absolutely. Lost some games that we probably should have won, but that's baseball. 
But like five and five with some of those outcomes, happy's not the word, but like, hey, it's better than fucking two and eight. Exactly. And here's what we all need to focus on. And everyone in Red's country needs to focus on this. We are two games out from the wild card. Two games spot out with a month with le- a little bit of a like a little less. Little than under a thirty month. games left. Right. Twenty. What are there? Twenty seven, twenty six games. Yeah, twenty six, twenty seven games. Hell yeah! And the teams, cause I we're not winning the central. No, uh, I mean, I mean the Cubs the, could lose eight in a row. Say they lose you, Darvish, to a haircut. Yeah, he's out. Um, I mean, anything can happen. Of course, anything can happen. But the thing that makes me happy about our wild card race is we're just going up against teams who I don't really believe in. Agreed. Our our record looks a very similar to the San Francisco Giants. We are head and shoulders a better baseball team than the San Francisco Giants. Agreed. We are better. Th- I mean, we. Are, I think we're a better team than the Brewers. I think so too. On. Uh, Go ahead, sorry. No, 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 no. I just I, that on was kind of the we end are of better it. than all of those teams. Yeah, on paper and with the addition and Brian Goodwin, we didn't even really talk about it. That's a good pickup. That's a great fourth outfielder. And yeah, for someone sure. Someone that can play left, right, center, left-handed bat, just Ex- replacing facing. Van Meter. Yeah, and someone who can play when Senzel is out, and how long will that take for him to come back? Speaking of Senzi, at least he's at Prasco. That's huge. How long will it take for him to get his bat back? Who knows. But that's someone that can fill in. That is not Travis Jankowski. That is not just. That is not Van Meter. That is not Philip Irvin. Yeah. It is a proven major league commodity that you also have for another year. Love that pickup. Love both of them. And he's and and he's just cheery as fuck in there. Yeah. Yeah. He was thrilled. They walked off on his first game in the dugout. Yeah. And he was just so hyped. He was standing right next to Gino, just cheesing it up. With you know what he took over Gino as having the best hair in yeah, the dugout. Yeah, he's got that fucking childish Gambino fro. Weekend fucking yeah, crazy it is hair. Wild, I love it. I'm all about it. Yeah, um, Goodwin and Bradley, great pickups. But you just have to be. It's hard to, and we fell into this trap when we were going through that losing streak, and we were both negative. Yeah, and freaking the fuck out, but. Don't worry. Don't worry about the overall standings. Don't do that. What you need to worry about. No, shrink, shrink down this shrunken season. Correct. Look at very small potatoes. Look, you know, at where we are. We're two games out. Yeah. Two games out of the wild card. Don't look at overall record. It does not matter. No. Two games. 26 games left. That's what we're worried about. Yeah, we're talking by the next time we record... If we rail off four in a row against Pittsburgh, which is very likely, yeah, and then those other teams that are in the wild card trace go zero for four or one for three, mm-hmm. we're in the wild card position. Correct. We are in the thick of it. We're in it. Right. I mean, we're currently in the thick of it, but like next week, we could be the wild card leader. Yes. I mean, a lot would need to happen, but yes. that is mathematically feasible which points that's good that's very good it's literally an option there are some teams right now who are mathematically out right like well, well you, just a handful really i mean it's like the pirates are six games back yeah the diamondbacks are five but they traded off pieces and they knew they were out 
How about the Marlins going after it? I like that, man. I do, too. Making the move for Starling Marte. Yeah. Cool. But then they also flipped VR and got some great, got a, got a couple young pieces. I think the thing that makes the Marlins interesting and where they're at is they have a shit ton of doubleheaders still to play. Yeah. I don't know how that's going to tax them and everything. And same with the Cardinals. They're 500, but dude... They could they could bottom out and everyone just gets wiped from playing. They have to play. I mean, the Cardinals have to play like thirty-five. They were out thinking about two weeks. They have to probably play ten, eleven games added on. Yeah, in the form of like four or five, seven-inning doubleheaders. Right. That'll wear you down and have you putting out your B team. Yep. Every other couple games, calling it a wash. Yeah, exactly. So I mean. It's going to be very interesting to see how this all plays out. I'm pumped. Just like down, just obviously the Reds is what we're most concerned about, but just like across the whole league, like when does it, I mean, I guess most teams have made their point. They're either buyers or sellers. Yeah. But what's so weird, if you're buying at the break right now, it's like 12 games that you're buying for. Yeah. I mean, there's like, there's 26 games left in 12 games. If the if your pieces haven't contributed, yikes! That, that's it's just going to be so wild to see how it all plans out. I know. It's also wild how much AJ Preller overturned the pots. The Padres added seven new players. Yeah, flipped the team. Wow! I know that was already good. Yeah, and now that's like we're going for the home stretch. I mean, Tatis, Hosmer, Machado. Yeah, adding Nola, yeah, Moreland. Uh, that's a serious team. Adding Clevenger? Yeah. Come on. Uh, man, I I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be if we see them in the NLCS. No, that wouldn't I'm be surprising not, No doubt in my all. mind. I, I mean, I just don't see anyone stopping the Dodgers. No. So it's cool that we are gonna that we could make the playoffs. Yeah, they, the Dodgers do, could win like 48 games this year. They're, they're gross. It's so crazy. And they traded Ross Stripling, and yeah. then they're just like, yeah, we're fine. It's crazy to look and see how good they are. So all the, 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 bench, the benchmark is very low as a Reds fan right now. Make the playoffs, win a three-game series. That's it. That's it. Let's get, let's, let's get to an NLDS. Let's get to a five-game Get spot. to an LDS. Get to an LDS. Let's be watching in whatever fucking month it'll be. October. October. Let's watch and see what happens. So that's just very exciting. Um, but we. I also need to continue to tell myself this. You do too, and so does everybody else. Stay calm. We have time. It's going to be all right. We're going to be okay. We've got the guns. We will go on a run. We've got the bats. I just know it. I swear to God, I just know that we're going to go on a run. Yeah, I texted. There's no way that we're all going to get this disappointed. Correct. There's no way for me to believe that Mike Moustakis is this bad. No, he's not bad. There's no way that as bad as this bad. There's no way. So I texted Kyle Wavra, you know. Riverfront guy. And I was like, I just feel like they're going to go on a run. I don't know if it's blind optimism, but they're just too good on... Too, it's just too, gonna happen. too good on paper. Too good. You can't go Suarez, Winker, Castellanos, Vado, Moose. You can't. It's it, right. it's 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 like it would be an anomaly. Exactly. For, for it would be a statistical anomaly. 
for some of this cold streak to continue. Agreed. And we're seeing it, just not all the way. I mean, we see, we're seeing Suarez and Joseph D get up off the hunch. Right. So, which means Castellanos has to get back off off the mat. Yeah. And Moose. Moose. Moose will get up off the mat. Yeah. I feel and good about Winker's it. And Winker's been there all month. <laughs> Literally yeah. the best hitter in baseball. Yeah. Thank God. Crazy. It's insane. Saved our season. Let's uh, let's round third and head for home. Uh, you want to let's shout out Tom Terrific real quick. Yes, the, the before uh, a Reds great. You're going to see him in the headlines. Already uh, have. You know, you already have any more. You'll see him in a Mets jersey most likely. Yeah, because he was Mister Franchise. He was Mister Franchise, and then they traded him. We we traded for him in '77. Correct. '77. He never won a ring with the Reds, but was still a part of some. Great teams. Yeah. Um, threw a no-hitter for us. Yeah. A true stud. Like, 20-game winner. This dude played 19 seasons in the league, had an ERA of 2.6. Yeah. And won 300 games. Dude, what, what is the stat that you said? Uh, I watched it today with Costas' interview with Seaver, and Seaver said it best. He said, if I went, this is in 2011, he said, if I went... Right now, and I pitched five more seasons of at least 20 or more starts, and I lost every one of those games, I would be at 500. And he prided himself on that. He had a winning percentage over a 19-year career of .603. of, the, And that's not even a, the truest stat. He yeah. got the W in 60% of the games that he started. Right. That's not even saying, at the very least, his team won 60% of the games that he started. That's not even counting games that he got no decisions that they still won, you know? Like, yeah. that's fucking crazy. And he, and he would still go out and throw complete games. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. It's insane. He was so beloved. His second to last season, he was a White Sox. He got his fourth or his 300th career win as a starter, which is just... It just that's such a crazy thing to at achieve. Age 40. At age forty-one, because he was he was forty-one years he was number forty-one. He was turning forty-one. It was his birthday. Oh, that's right. He was turning forty-one and he won the game four to one. Yeah, he was a White Sox playing at Yankee Stadium as yep. a forty-one-year-old man, where he had been in that city in Queens. Just, you know, being the best pitcher in the fucking league as a Met, everyone yep. hated him. 41 years old, getting his 300th win as a White Sox at Yankee Stadium. They gave him a standing ovation. And because the stadium was full of Mets Yeah, fans. but still, it's pretty so rad. fucking cool. Yeah, it's fucking And awesome. how cool is it that he ended his career with the Mets? Yeah. They signed, they brought him back, he pitched for a little bit, and he was like, ah, I'm done. I'm good. But ended it with the Mets. Man, crazy. And it sucks. We lost him young. He's 65? He's 75. 75. Yeah, he was born in 44. 75. Yeah. Lost him to dementia and COVID complications. Was it? Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. That wasn't... Yep. I'll tell you something when we finish. I um, didn't read that. But, um, yeah, so that was that's very, very sad. Um, but 98.66 to get into Cooperstown. Yeah. He should have been 100%. Yeah, man, fuck baseball writers. I know. Fuck them. Someone didn't uh, vote for Greg Maddox. Someone didn't Someone didn't vote for Ken Griffey Jr. That's what blows my you mind. You know, it's like at that point you're just being a bitch. Mm-hmm. 
What do you mean you don't think he should be in the Hall of Fame? It's it's just on principle. Imagine being that guy, the no guy. Yeah. I'm going to say no. Oh, you are a cunt. Yeah, you are the definition of a cunt. Probably never played baseball in your life. Uh, well, Tom Seaver looked weird at me one time. Oh, and, uh, I'm a writer. And so I'm going to say, no, I hold a grudge. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Eat my whole ass. Rest in peace to Tom Terrific. Mr. A great, Franchise. Um, I, I, you know, my dad fucking loved Tom Seaver. Yeah, I knew he about did. Tom Seaver pretty early on. Um, had a baseball card of Tom Seaver. It's 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 sad. You're starting to see these people go. And it's not like we ever saw him pitch. But we're just Reds fans. Uh, yeah. Who knew? Baseball watching, fans. Like, that yeah. guy's a, a stud. Watching those highlights were impressive. And he was great in the booth. Yeah, he was good. He was fantastic. One yeah. of the best color commentators in the game. Yeah. Rest in peace. Terrific Tom. Tom so terrific. Shout out to the family and the, Mets, the entire Mets family. That's, yeah, they're that's hurting. That's tough. That's tough. I feel for you guys. It's 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 brutal. I was listening to Greeny today, and he was like, "Today is one of those days where you you that there are men and women out there who haven't met this human being that are crying." Yeah, it's like, yeah, man, that's what sports the impact that it has on all of us. Yeah, and for someone sure. that terrific. Yeah, was and that if good. we are talking about it, just you know, crying, not knowing the guy. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. What Whoa. a fucking horrific, just. I mean, gutting story. Yeah. Like, what a true hero. Yeah. You know, that guy, no one wants a cancer diagnosis, but he got one four years ago and then decided, when I go, I'm going to be a legend. My terms. And, he, and I'm going to be a fucking legend on yeah. my terms. I'm going to make, great, not even just the great movies that he made, but just like what he meant to the community. The impact. What he, yeah. What he, yeah it, it, I don't know. Just... I get the chills thinking about Bozeman walking into the cancer wing of a children's hospital with cancer. Yeah. Not, you know, no one knows he has cancer and yeah. just going to spend time with kids that are dying of the thing that's yeah. going to end up killing him. I'm Black Panther and I get it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He no, it's epic. So many movies. Two Marvel movies, The Five Bloods, uh, uh, that 21 Bridges movie filmed yeah. like six or seven blockbuster feature link films. Yeah. While three getting, Marvel movies. Yeah. Both Avengers and Black Panther. Yeah. Wow. Wild. Yeah, man. That's a, that is a sad one. That one yeah. hurts. Oh, also with Seaver, it's crazy. I mean, the Mets, he was their first prospect that they developed. Yeah. And made it. Like, oh, yeah. He was Mr. Met. He, he was, was the Met, guy. Mr. Franchise. How fucking, God, so cool, but such a shame. And, you know. People die. All you can do is, you know, show them the love, Give pay them. their respects. Yep. That's what we're doing, man. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, round of the third. Heading for home. Round and third, baby. Um, let's see. Tomorrow. Yeah. Me and uh, the Bilbo are back up in the Go Bananas parking lot. That's going to be so much fun. Yeah, it's going to be a big old fun time show. Great show. Yeah. Uh, ticket sales are looking good. Good. Especially considering they only went up on the site like two days ago. Good. And they'll pop up. People love coming to these shows. Yeah. Uh, so I've got that show. Mike Cronin headlining. Mike Cronin headlining. Local legend. Local fucking legend. Meet. Check the out King his of the album, Steam. Hot for Too Long. Steam Master General himself. <laughs> Mike Cronin is headlining. And uh, no, other than that, every Wednesday up at the club doing the Pro-Am. I'm on some 
random Sobel gig in October, but whoa, yeah, but nothing, man. Nice, just, just waiting. Um, so got that Friday, Saturday. I will be in Middle Point, Ohio. It's a little outside of Columbus. Oh I'm, boy, that's out. That's a haul. It is a haul. I'm doing a drive-in movie theater. At 3.30 in the afternoon. Oh, my God, Bill. And I have to be clean as a whistle. How long? 25. Oh, my God. I do it all the time with, with these gigs, though. I am clean. Yeah. I am technically clean. Yeah. I'm technically television clean. Yeah. If you don't like it, come fight me after the show, and we've heard what's happened after that. Yeah, for sure. Um, Saturday, yeah, Saturday there. Sunday, I am in... Liberty Center, Ohio, which is way north. Okay. It's not Liberty Township. It's yeah. like no, uh, northwest corner of Ohio. Way up there, like three and a half, four hours. Uh huh. Both of them are three hour, three plus hour drives. Yowza. At another drive-in movie theater, I am opening. So Saturday, I'm opening for Ricky and Smokey and the Bandit. Okay. Saturday, I'm opening for Anchorman. How? Or Sunday, I'm opening for Anchorman. That's great. That's pretty cool, right? Oh, that's not awesome. gonna watch it. Gonna go home. Yeah, but still, pretty pretty cool. cool. Gonna come home. And get- you got to figure the folks that are going out to see Anchorman are funny. They're gonna be right, and that's one of my my suspicions is like if they're gonna come early enough. Who knows? We'll see. And then I think the week I've got another one in Lagrange, which is a little outside of Louisville. Yeah, I know where Lagrange, Kentucky is. Yeah, I'm doing that drive-in. Guess in uh, drive-ins. Yeah, it's weird. They like I don't know if they're going to set up their seats and sit outside their car. Like, I don't exactly know how it's all going to play out. All I know is that is a perfect microcosm of the world right now. Exactly. You just show up and hope it goes okay. That's literally all I'm banking on. Yeah, that's the- and. Uh, Honestly, to be out and performing, I'm just beyond thrilled. It's also like a cool one. You've been doing a comedy a really long time. Yeah. This is your first one of these. I didn't ever think I would check something off the list. Yeah, exactly. God damn, that's wild. And I have hats coming for sale. With your face on them? Yeah. I saw John Holmes wearing one. Did I show you? I haven't showed you the the final one yet. Billy's got hats that just have his face (laughs) on them. (laughs) <laughs> they just have my face, and the best part is, I've, Julia Johns pointed out, she's like, you have hats made of you wearing, wearing a, a hat. hat, and I'm like, okay, that's that's pretty great. Oh, man, that's awesome. Isn't that great? That's so fucking funny. I got 12 of them made, so if they don't sell this weekend, then I'll like make a post like, hey, I have four of these hats with me wearing a hat. That's really funny, man. It's so funny. You'll sell them. People will buy that. I think so. I think I'll be all right. Get some get some of that uh, tomahawk cut meat, you know? Yeah, baby. Flip it. Hell yeah. Flip the hats to get the big meat. bone. Get the big... <laughs> big Always. bone meat, Billy Hungry. Nom, 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 <laughs> nom, nom, nom. It'll be crazy, because after I eat that, I'm just going to go primal and drag Alicia back to the bedroom by her ankle. Yeah, crack her over the head <laughs> with the bone. <laughs> Come here. Come here. I just start, I just like, I just like, just pick up ketchup or barbecue sauce from the fridge and just start finger painting on the walls, <laughs> yeah, telling right. stories of how I made the steak. Yeah, you, yeah, <gasps> you, you made it on a fire in your <gasps> kitchen. Big Billy, make big fire. <laughs> make <gasps> big <gasps> steak. Big meat. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Man. Well, Bill, this has been splendid. This has been great. It was a good pod back. I've missed you. I missed you. 
Yeah, we fucking nailed it. We did it. So thank you, Armchair Media, for having us. And thank you to BetOnline.ag for being our premier betting sponsor. And thank you to Manscaped for letting Keeping us them balls fresh. Keeping them balls fresh. But also, fucking send me a new one. I lost my charger. Yeah, we need the lawn, We need that man, uh, lawnmower 3.0, dog. Yeah, we do. Real bad. Love you guys. Love you. And as always, go Red Legs. Stay nasty. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.